And hello and welcome to the very first podcast of 2023. Um, this would be a podcast for us in each generation. So we started in year 2000, or 1999, 2000, 2010s, and now the 2020s. So uh, bicentennial podcast? Bicentennial is every 50, maybe every decade, dec- decadable podcast, whatever that <laughs> word would be, by, by uh-huh. other year. I don't know. Good afternoon, uh, everyone, or good morning. Yeah, or good night, and happy four score years ago podcast. It is 2023. Welcome back to What Are You Watching? Yep, 24 years after Y2K. Um, I, I hope you're ready for this show, because I think we have a really, really, really good one for you. Nice, here we go, man. Yeah, something's wrong with the intro, so no intro today. So uh, yeah, enjoy the two-hour holiday special. Hello and welcome back. Um, of course, I'm Danny the Wine Man here with my co-host uh, Hunter the Consumer, not sidekick. Yep. Co-host. We are co-host partners in this equal fifty-fifty handshake mm-hmm. deal partners. Yeah, we we are not like Batman and Robin. No. We are more of Detective Rust Cole and Marty whatever from True Detective. Right? Yeah. Equal. Separate but equal. Thank you, Abraham Lincoln, or whatever. Separate but equal. Somebody said that. Yeah, um, I maybe so. I was thinking all all men are created equal, mm-hmm. but either or. Thank you, Abe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this has been an impactful episode far so far. Um, but we're excited to get going. Uh, glad we're still rolling here in twenty twenty three. Little holiday break. Um, How was your holiday, back? Dan? <laughs> great man. <laughs> I had a great holiday season. Um, celebrate with friends, family, good drinks, good eats, good holiday, good vacation. I mean, can you ask for any much? Like, can you ask for much more? Really? No, you can't. I don't think so. No. Um, are you, will you ask me how mine was? Yeah, tell me about the storm, right? Yeah, I mean, for, uh, I wasn't going to bring it up, but now that you mention it, I'm sure the fans are wondering, what storm? Where are you from? So I'll go ahead and clarify. So thank you, Daniel, for shedding light on this uh, new page chapter of my book. Same as you for a little bit. Good family, good eats, good fun, good presents, good football. And then the blizzard of 22 hit, right? Um, And that involved me being snowed in at Rachel's house for about three days, four days maybe. And it came to a point where we ran out of food. So lunch every day was a gigantic charcuterie board. And dinner was the ham that we planned to eat for Christmas. But it was just three days of ham mashed potatoes and uh, corn fritters. So it was good food, though. I don't want to knock it. You know, them them Italians yeah. can really cook it up. But I like variety. That was pure rations at that point. Like, Rachel was kind of getting handsy with you. Like, no seconds, big boy. I, I would come downstairs, and there would be a sign on the door, 17 shrimp cocktails left, right? And oh. under it would say, I'm counting. So, you know, I had to be very careful. Maybe I'd take a little nibble and put it back in. Yeah, but it was. It's like being uh, first season, first episode of Lost, right? Second yeah. episode of Lost. What do we have? You know, maybe a scene from Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's like two boxes of Oreos, three things mm-hmm. of cranberry juice, right? And it's like showing each one. Classic. This is Wesley the Anderson. end as well. Yeah, classic. Yes, yes, yes. All I want to do is take. What is your it? Money. One Snick? Is it Snickers bar or Milky Way? What do they have there at the end? It's one. It's one. It's one Snicker. One Milky Way. I feel like a Snickers too cliche. It is know? a Snickers. No, it is a Snickers. Kay. He's like, I want the Snickers. Um, but to be honest, it was pretty crazy. Saw a lot of cars and ditches, a lot of people died. Um, so like for us, I mean, we were fine, right? Cause we were indoors, but for a lot of people, I mean, 
this, the blizzard came like whatever, five or six hours early. So people that were at work just couldn't get home once they were like, Oh, it's here. So, Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, uh, it's a Merry Christmas, a happy Hanukkah, it's a happy Ramadan, whatever you celebrate. Hmm. Um, like I said, 24 years after Y2K, we all thought we were going to die. Um, yeah. So just happy to be here. Yeah. I think that's the whole message of this podcast. We're just happy to be here. Grateful to be back here in 2023. Um, you know, Thank, thank you to our angel investor for keeping up with us and still funding the podcast. I did want to note, so I don't know if we ever mentioned this the podcast, our old hosting platform, Sounder FM, was going down under. They're, they're cutting ties. So we had to transfer the podcast to another system. Um, what do you have to say? Uh, Dan was being really polite. They didn't go down under. They have been investigated for an extreme embezzlement operation. I mean, millions upon millions of dollars stealing ip addresses and yeah. we, were, we were fortunate enough to get out of there alive you know what they were doing is they were taking all the recordings that we were uploading to the website they were selling that as pure data um to the chinese and the chinese were making ais out of us making bots out of us doing god knows what with me and hunter our videos our voices our faces so we had to cut ties with them quick um, listen, it was a budget-friendly option. We had to move on quick, and we're happy to announce a new home here at Anchor FM, sponsored by Spotify. Thank Woo! Anchor FM, sponsored by Spotify. Um, I I can't thank them enough for picking us up. I mean, that is, you know, it's just happy to, to finally feel wanted. So yeah. uh, we, th- we thank them a lot. And once again, Sounder FM, I can't believe you were selling photos of us to perverts in Ukraine and other Eastern <laughs> European countries. Like, they were like, oh, Sounder FM would be like, I got two boys for you, ready for you to yeah. pick up at any time. And I would see vans drive by and just yeah. big burly men with big white burly beards. Mm. And I just couldn't do it anymore. And Dan couldn't do it anymore. And we have moved on. We have moved on. It was a real shame. But I do want to note, um, once you're on Anchor FM for 30 days, we can start getting some new monetization um, actions going. So no more wiring us money. I believe on Spotify, you can do some sort of Patreon-like thing, subscription-based thing. So don't, we will be setting that up. And if you do spend money, maybe we'll get Hunter a new camera so we don't have to, you know, maybe we could do that. Um, Maybe we could upgrade to, all I thought of was getting Hunter a new camera. That's the first step. Um, After that, maybe, you know, God knows what can happen after that. I I love that you're, your mind goes straight to things that will really make this podcast better. Cause I, on the other hand, I'm thinking bobbleheads, which I guess would make us better. I'm thinking extravagant hats, which I I guess I take everything back because everything I'm about to say makes us better. I'm thinking slippers. So we don't get cold while we're recording. I'm thinking mini fridges for our desks so we can pick something cold while we're recording. A lazy boy, Red Bulls. Yeah, it gives it gives you wings. I'm picturing <laughs> that. Um, yeah, so I guess yes, Patreon on Spotify, things that will make the podcast better. New camera if we have to get there, but a lot of options, right? Let's not be closed minded, Daniel. Yeah, and maybe we'll save up for the flight for Hunter to come to New York City for the De Niro interview that it will be coming up shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. That will be set up soon, so we're excited. Thank you, Anchor FM, and fuck you, Sounder FM. Up yours, Sounder. Um, I do want to also note in terms of what's going to be new for 2023, we're going to be keeping up with the guests, which we will be happy to have one on today. 
um, Mr. Jordan Clement, Hunter's good old buddy from Buffalo. Lifetime, he, uh, lifelong. Lifelong buddy. I've shaken his hand before. Good guy, good morals, good business. Um, he's a movie feeder, operator, owner. I don't know. I've never talked to him about it. So that interview will be happening later in the episode, which we are very excited for. You will be seeing first-time shock on Daniel's face, right? You know some interviews are scripted. People know about other celebrities. Mm. The reactions that you are going to see later in this episode, the reactions that you are going to hear from Danny the Wine Man are not only 100% genuine, but they are not acted. They are not staged. They are not fake. These are his real emotions. And, you know, recently when I've been thinking at night, I think I could be an actor. Uh, you know, I heard you say these are not acted. I'm thinking I could probably get on the stage soon. And I know you should as well. So that's totally besides the point, And my mind went somewhere else. But we'll be putting on the acting shoes soon. I also thought of another random thought as you were saying that that really proves I'm a good listener. Um, I think a bit I should go through your worst tweets, some of your worst tweets and just kind of read them out loud for the podcast. And maybe we can discuss some of them. Kind of a spin on what is it? It's Jimmy Kimmel's show that does yeah, mean tweets mean with celebrities. Yeah. A spin on that, except they're all my tweets and they're just probably really dumb. Yeah. My favorites are like the sports ones where you assume everyone's watching the same thing as you, but it's like not the national championship or not an NFL. It's Russian game. croquet. Yeah. Yeah. Or Savers game. And you're like, and you tweet something with like zero context. Like, come on, man. You can't miss the net in this situation. I have a following. I have, so you better walk that back to yeah, eight mile. Yeah. I have a following of Sabres enthusiasts that will uh -huh. like my tweets. That we will pull up the receipts. That will be a bit in the future. Um, also, me and Hunter will possibly be getting on Twitch um, due to Hunter's busy schedule. The economy has been affected and bad. He can't even buy eggs or milk anymore. Just so don't bread. Eat. Donate. Uh, donate. Um, but we also. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you buy me? You buy me. You bought me a three hundred dollars sushi sushi dinner to feed to feed the poor. Yeah, feed the poor. I was thinking we might start streaming on Twitch. Possibly. Uh, what are you watching streaming on Twitch? Um, I'm sorry to cut topic. you off. Okay. Go for it. That's your. No, you deserve to cut me off today. I'm walking it back too. So this is this is not a linear timeline. This is more of like a Christopher Nolan film. Hmm. I think the Multiple. the bit I'm walking it back. The bit about the tweets. I'm sorry, I just couldn't let this go. I think this is a great opportunity for to create scandal for the podcast. Hmm. And what I mean by that is that right, uh, uh, all publicity is good publicity. Publicity. And I'm hoping I have an old tweet like Mitch Shubitsky where it's like, I love to kiss titties. Yeah. Right. Probably, and yeah. and it goes, it goes viral and I'm all over the news. I'm all over TMZ sports center. People are like, holy shit, like cancel him, cancel him now. So just want to get that off my chest. Back to you. Back to you, Bob. I think if people actually listen to our episodes, you, there's some cancelable stuff on you already. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start watching it, myself. I'm going to yeah, start we, watching We discussed myself. that. So moving on, we now have an Instagram up to 38 followers. Almost combined on Twitter and Instagram, we almost have 100 followers, which is, it's crazy, man. You got to give us credit. 100's a big number. This uh, is a goddamn grassroots campaign. This is a grassroots campaign. That's what people don't understand. We're building strong roots. And it's like funny, you know, you made your Instagram in sixth grade. You could probably get 100 followers in under six hours back then. You know, you just right. follow all your friends, follow everyone you know, they're following back. It's not like that on What Are You Watching Pod. We don't follow and you follow back. We earn it. The Harvard no. Grassroots Campaign, classic senator, uh, congressman. Yeah. Rock and roll shit. 
We're going to earn these followers. And when we have 100, we're going to have a total blowout celebration. And Hunter's going to do something crazy. Great. I abs- you, you, well, I'll leave it at that. I'm going to do something crazy. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything. No, for what's no, about no, to no, be, no. For what's about to happen. Yeah, so if you just listen to us on Spotify, uh, follow us on Instagram. I doubt that's the situation, but do that. Um, moving on in terms of podcast news, a lot of new stuff here in 2023. Me and Hunter, uh, Hunter and I, uh, I hate it when people used to correct you back on that. Like in middle school when they first figured that out, least favorite thing in the world. Right, you go, yeah, Hunter and I. and No, no, no. Me, they, and, Hunter. Or you, me, me, and, me Hunter. and Hunter. And then Shelby Patterson, two seats down, goes, it's Hunter and I. And I go like this over my seat. I go, and who the fuck asks you, Shelby? Your parents yeah. are divorced. Yeah, and her parents are divorced. And what she doesn't know is I'm behind her with a blade. And I say, hush, 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 Shelby. Hush, hush, hush. And I start doing the classic <laughs> joker on her face. Teacher goes, Daniel. You go, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Then that song from the social network starts playing over like the school speakers, hand-covered bruises or whatever. Yeah. 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 She's got to start, you know, pulling down this. She comes into class. Okay, moving on. <laughs> huh. Hunter might have just had a threat live on the podcast. Um, yes. Uh, fuck Shelby. We are going to be watching the new HBO show based off the hit video game, The Last of Us, starring Peter Pascal and a little girl. I'm pumped. That I'm comes pumped. out and, every Sunday and, on HBO. And a little girl. <laughs> Bella Ramsey. She's from Game of Thrones. Bella Ramsey. Yes, the North remembers. Um, <laughs> and a little girl. I, I knew I knew her from somewhere. Um, Nick Offerman's that, in it. That's exciting. Yes, he is. That comes out every Sunday. Uh, Hunter and I will be filming supposedly on Tuesdays uh, due to the economy and the climate. Maybe on Wednesdays just due to Hunter's busy schedule. Um, and we will be reviewing that each week along with another show, another movie, and also interviews. So that will be a part of weekly episodes. So make sure to follow along. Um, and watch the show with us, just like we did with House of Dragon. Yes, come along yes. with us for the spiritual journey. Um, we're watching together, everyone. So watch on Sundays, we'll watch on Sundays, and we'll all come together in this communal way, and we will discuss, and it will be rated G, and it will be beautiful. Mm. Um, just something to look forward to. Uh, yeah, I'll probably yeah. live tweet as well. And, you know, I, I know Hunter's really, he's like distracted or not listening. When I say something, there's a two second gap and he goes, yeah. That's and not true. start saying just... something. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I'm, <laughs> we all know. You're usually much quicker than that. Mm, okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, carrying on, the final thought is follow us on the app called Letterboxd. I told Hunter to download it. I bet he just downloaded it and never clicked on it because that's just 100% <coughs> true. <coughs> is it true? Don't lie. Uh, can yeah, I plead this, this is a story. You know, this is a story. I text Hunter a picture of the description of the app and I say, download this. It'll be good for the podcast. It's where you rate movies. And he goes, okay. And then he goes, wait, I'm confused. And I go, did you download it? He goes, no. And I'm like, okay, it's an app where you rate movies. Me and Hunter talked last night. I go, Hunter, did you download the app? He goes, no. I go, download it. He goes, I'll download it right now. I bet he did download it. And then he went instantly to play Xbox. He was trying to get off the call as quick as possible. And he never clicked on the app. Can I ask you a question? I am Benoit Blanc. 
Can you prove that in court? No, 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 no. There is no court. Then it's speculation, Danny. It's speculation. And this is why you believe OJ didn't do it. Okay, sorry, I believe truth. (laughs) Anyway, the app is to rate movies. And you can rate them, give reviews, create watch lists, create your favorite movies. You're a man of science. I'm a man of faith. Um, And then... Once you create that watch list, you can follow your friends, see what movies they're watching. It's a really fun app, really cool. Um, I'm on there as Danny the Wine Man. You can follow me. Hunter didn't make his account. So doesn't matter because he doesn't care about the podcast. 2023, Hunter's dropped all goals. He's dropped all goals. Dropped all listen, you don't you don't know what I you don't know what I stand for. You don't know what I stand for. I stand for shit, and I stand for a lot of shit. Uh-huh. I can tell the climate's getting to him. It's just been getting hot in Denver. You can tell the shirt's starting to stick to him. It's getting a little sweaty. The climate's heating up for Anders, and he's starting to fall apart. Um, speaking of climate, there was a sign on my door that said, if I don't shovel the ice out of my walkway, I will be fined $1,000. So uh, climate's still actually pretty cold, which is shocking. Um, something else I wanted to say, too, Dan and I are going to Work two things. One, Dan and I are going to do our best to start brainstorming some idea for fun segments. So if you guys have anything, comment, comment we're, that. We're never going to, we all, we've, we've, said this, this, for years. this or that, this or that. But just comment some quiet. good ideas. And I don't know who that bitch is. And if you, if you have any recommendations for what I should change my name to so it rolls off the tongue better or rolls off the tongue better, please also comment, DM, text yeah. message, IM, call. Donate money and the new name is in the Venmo, like tagline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't try to send us ideas or give us names unless it comes with money. Um, 100 bucks comment section says Gimp Suit. That's my name. <laughs> I, I, you would go by Gimp. If we got 100 bucks, you'd be going by Gimp Suit so fast. Um, <laughs> I'd wear leather. Yeah, you would. I think the consumer started to get catching, it caught on. I think people like it, but I, I do know what you're saying. Um, because you don't want to just an idea. Just if an idea. if our followers like the consumer, the consumer I will stay. See, the consumer only can go so far. You're never going to become famous as the consumer. No, it, it's like I'd have to get a double stage name, right? So the real fans know me as consumer. The really real fans know my name is Hunter, and the people that just jump along at the end when Dan and I are full blown famous will know be will know me as like Glass Pipe. How something. about how about this? Sounds like a theater name, Hunter Hand. <laughs> Hunter and Hunter and That's not bad. That's not bad. H A N D. It's like it's, a shitty it's theater finished. name. It's like a yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not you're not LA fit. You're not you're not Hollywood famous. It's just a good theater name. No, this is like the Iowa troupe, right? And they're like, I come on stage right before the show. I'm Hunter Hand, and this is our rendition of Grease Lightning, right? Yeah. Are you kidding me, Olivia Newton-John? I'm a greaser, you know, and it's just horrible, but it could be. Yeah, I just like like your super fans. You give a really small niche community, but they're, they My love only fans? Hunter Hand. Right, sure. Hunter I Hand. I was thinking like, but like they, ha- they got to have a name for themselves, like the Handies or something. Like what do they call <laughs> themselves? The Handshakes? Yeah, yeah. The, the Hand Jives? The Handshakes. Uh, um, so Hunter Hand might be an option for the future of the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so download Letterbox. Uh, follow me, Danny the Line Man. Um, maybe, maybe I feel like that us. that name makes me sound like I am I am someone. 
Yeah, no, no, no. You are someone. You're not the person. You're not Leonardo DiCaprio, but you're someone. So you haven't heard of Hunter Hand out of the Iowa Troop? No, I haven't. Look it up on YouTube. The guy's unbelievable. Yeah, but I like everything that you have, your Twitter, your Instagram, anything you find on Google. It's just your like one professional headshot you got for acting. <laughs> you know, like that like classic white background. But you're like doing something. <laughs> I'm sitting on like a box. It's everything, right? It's everything. It's on my job. It's on my uh, my resumes, my LinkedIn. Like it's just Hunter Hand, and it's just you just can't get away from your like one headshot that you have. Wearing a little ascot as well, like Benoit Blanc. I'm hoping like in between the time that that was shot and now I've gained like 40 pounds. They're like, all right, let's uh, have Hunter Hand in here. Looks pretty skinny in the shot. I walk out, I'm just like, what's up, guys? I'm Hunter Hand. No, that's way better. You used this headshot you took for when you were 23, but you were just I catfish. 30. Yeah. I catfish hard, hardcore. Yeah, I'm in the Iowa troop back in the day. Yep, back in the day. Now you're just hoping to do a little Caesar spots. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, Hunter wants to talk about the Bills. So I said no NFL. He wants to talk about the Bills quickly. So I'll give him a spotlight. I feel persecuted. You were. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, go Bills. Beat the Patriots. Two seeds should be the one seed. Love for DeMar Hamlin. No Tua. Um, it's looking like it's going to be Skylar Thompson. It Micah is. Hyde is back. Jamison Crowder is back. Sean McDermott is a top four handsome coach in the NFL. Question. Um, if they win this week, Rachel and I might go next week. Good luck to the Bills. Good luck to the Birds. Bills, Birds parlay next week is going to smack. Uh, we're in the um, that's why I said next week, suck it. I wish you'd listen to me. Um, huh. And Different I'll way. see you in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Unless I lost, then I can probably never talk to you again. That's and true. You could for, and you could forever clown me for the rest of your life. I don't even know if I would want to clown you about that. Like That's going to be a You know what spot. it would do to me. That'd be a, that's the, like, that's something when you say something fucked up to me, like you beat me in FIFA and I get really mad and you say something a little questionable. That's the one I bring out. Like that's the deep, I go, dark <laughs> back pocket insult. I go and you're bow legged and you go, and we beat you in the Super Bowl. Yeah, like, and you know, everyone, so everyone red. looks at you. Everyone looks at you. Dan, dude, not cool. Right. Immediate tears. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to, you're either going to be, this is what's going to happen if, if this situation unfolds like this, you're either going to get extremely upset every time like go lock yourself in your room, or you're going to have one excuse that you use every time. The referees missed the PI call. Uh, Josh Allen got hurt. Uh, that He was out of bounds. Like You're going to have one of those, or you're going to cry every time. And like instantly, you're going to be, he was out of bounds. It doesn't even matter. Not even real Super Bowl. He was out of bounds. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Go Birds, go Bills. Go Birds, go Bills. Um, yeah, that ends our NFL picks because we kind of missed two weeks holiday break. Um, Hunter ended two and six. I ended four and four. Um, Read those underdogs though. Read those underdogs though. That's true. You were extremely efficient on the underdogs. I did note that with Barker. Um, next season, I would like to do all every week. Uh, 18 weeks. How many games they play? 18 weeks. Yes, sir. Um, 18 weeks. So I like to do those. And I like what part of my take did where they had like a little competition with that. Um, and the loser has to do something. So, and you can purchase our preseason party picks for two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Let's start doing that. I like the pre-sale, preseason, yeah, preseason party picks two hundred dollars. Um, you don't know what picks you're gonna get. You can fade hundred. They're winners, though. 
well, we're winners. One side, if it's a winner, right? You can you can fade us or you can trust us. The party pack comes in more though. You get your picks for that week, however many weeks you buy the party pack for, and you get a random piece of clothing from me. Like I will mail you something out of my closet. Yeah, I like that instead of merch. Like we've always talked about merch, but there's no reason for merch if we can just send them your shitty high school football stuff. Yes. Like I will actually if you if you spend two hundred dollars on the party packs, I will actually go in my closet and I will mail you something. Yeah, and I'll send something as well. I need to start getting rid of stuff, so we can get that done. Cool. Um cool. all right, that's it for news, everything, blah, blah, blah. We need to move on. Um, I think we should have should we have the guest on or do knives out first? Guest on? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, welcome our guest, Jordan Clement. Woo! Jay Boogie. Jay Boogie with a hoodie. All right. And welcome back. We are now happy to welcome the sixth official guest of the program, <laughs> uh, one of Buffalo's own. Welcome, Jordan. Yeah. The man, the player formerly known as Mouse Cop. Welcome. Welcome on. Hey, guys. How, How are you doing? doing today? I'm doing all right. I'm resting. I can tell I'm you look a little drowsy over there. You take a couple ambience. I'm cozy. I'm snug as a bug. The skull cap. No ambience. Nice. No ambience. Hey, thanks, no. dude. I you know, I, I went through four different options. I was like, the pink one really pops. You know, I mean, if, if I like how you styled yourself. I wore the same exact outfit that I wore <laughs> yesterday to try to keep congruency because words, we recorded the continuity. Half, yeah. The continuity to keep the continuity going because we recorded the beginning and the end yesterday, and then the meat and potatoes right now. So if right. people see the clips, I want them to be like, oh, it was all in one day. Why is Dan wearing another shirt? Was there a spill? Do I have to tune huh. in what happened? So that was it's like, smart. Uh, it's an Easter egg, I think. I think it's just a, a social media tactic to keep your audience engaged, and I like it. I like what you're doing. I like where your head's at. I take yeah. notes. We've been doing we've been doing some next gen analytics. Um, the numbers guy, thanks, Mike. Mikey, yeah. hey yo, keep up the good work, my brother. Retention, uh, yeah, we've been working on retention. Is that likely? It is. She was my sous chef today while I was cooking. Yes, chef. Um, awesome. Yeah. So Jordan did watch Knives Out, Hunter. He did tell me that he watched it last <laughs> night for us. I also received a message. Yes, he did. In honor of us. So quickly, we'll ask you how'd you <laughs> like it. We heard you didn't see the first one, so. What were your thoughts on the uh, second one? I was I was impressed with how they did the level of humor. Because sometimes that really does ruin a cinematic experience when they try to do too much. I'm not going to name names, you know, Thor, Love and Thunder, but um, Glass Onion. <laughs> he, didn't, I thought, he didn't name them. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> it was I. You know, I I really did. I thought it was good. Um, I haven't seen the original Knives Out. I know, but. From what I got from it, I, I enjoyed the experience. I thought the cinematography was good. Mm. Um, mm. I think the plot, it w- it knows what it is. It was meant to be confusing. So I like that I was kind of thrust like thrust around between past, present, you know, kind of what's going it's on. A good twist. You know, yeah. who done it. Um, I would give it like a, a solid, you know, seven and a half. Okay, that's, that's that's pretty on par where we were. That's pretty yeah, on par, right? I, I like that he's on a different system than us. You know, I so like do that. I. He's on the he's, star he got, system. Yeah. I was gonna say metric. I was gonna say metric system, but yeah, no, I, I like how it's a different different area code. Because a seven exciting. and a half out of, out of five. No, we do we do out of a hundred. Out of a hundred, straight up like a like a slice of pie. You know, 
like a, a like a grade on a test. It yeah. is. A, oh, it is a lot. The more, but seven wow. and a half sounds just like an eighty. I gave it eighty one hundred, given eighty four. I think that you know, I think that sounds like the same. Law of averages sets it at like an eighty. So right, I mean, that, and that's kind of that's what we were thinking in our heads the whole time. Um. Yes. I so think I would take off from the eighty just because of the ending. That would be the only big thing for me. I don't know was, if we do spoilers was, on this podcast. We do now. We, we do now. Yeah. Okay. We, oh, we we really did it dirty. Yeah. A little that's uneventful. Where, that's where I, that's where all I took all my points off. The third act was just a big a big flop. So. Yeah. It is what it is. A little a little unfortunate. I I uh, I test you to watch the first one and see if if you can if you think one is like way better than the other. If you think it's the same thing twice, I'd be curious to hear your opinion. Cause I feel like I haven't met somebody that hasn't seen knives out except for like women that don't watch movies mm. for the first time in a while. So I would just actually be curious to see if you liked it. You know, that's sure. That's, I'll take some homework. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Look at this. Uh, so we got, we had three things ahead for the program. Mm. Step one, Hunter had an HR violation at work that will be told in a matter of seconds. They'll be new to all of us Two. Um, we will be doing top three movie theater snacks and three Jordan is, he is Hunter's friend. He's our friend. He's a friend of the program. Now, uh, not only is he a friend, he actually works in the movie theater business and we will get industry some insider, industry. Sorry. Sorry for him, Jordan. Yeah. That's, that's on me. This is why Hunter should do this <laughs> and we'll get some insider secrets, um, stories. He's a and... capitalist. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> tips, capitalist tips pig. and tricks. Like, <laughs> Cutting a cutting a hole in the bottom of the popcorn jar does not work, right? Like little allegedly, tips like that. allegedly, allegedly, little tips and tricks right. in the trade. Um, we're so excited to have you on. This is just I could cry right now. Um, you, you already said that. Um, all right, so here we go. Just a little story for you guys, right? So I I found out that my office specifically does not have an HR rep that just sits right there right? Like in the office, they're out of corporate, right? So I can really just sling shit at the walls. So I'm not going to name names here, right? Because if they ever listen to this, this could cost us millions of dollars in, in back pay and maybe like abuse, emotional abuse if you sue. So I'm talking to my friend and, and one of the higher ups, right? That's as much as I'm going to give you. And it turns out that one of this girl's clients is like pretty leprechaun right? Like 410, 4'11", male, gingerish, gingerish aspects to him. Right. And, uh, the one guy was always like, every time I see him, he just freaks me the fuck out. Right? He just freaks me. And, uh, my coworker says, well, I heard he's got a girlfriend. We're like, wow, that's, you know, that's amazing. Good for him. You know, you can find love everywhere. And everyone's like, Oh, what do you think she looks like? I bet she's cute. I bet she hot. I sit there. I go two words, three words, I guess I go six, two and black. Oh, right. Geez. And it just immediately, immediately. The, it was astounding. It was unbelievable. Right. Cause you picture a 411 man, my head goes just to the direction of just like Napoleon Dynamite, right? LaFonda. Yeah. You know, anybody seen it? Kip, yeah, he's we know like, LaFonda. Yeah. This is my girlfriend, LaFonda. And like, he's sitting there, he's like, he's like, my little bugaboo, you know? And that's kind of how I pictured the whole thing. So that's all. You know, I feel like this was hyped up, this story. I like telling it casually, but I could probably get slammed for that, right? What one can only imagine, yeah. But this is like an office joke. Like you kind of you, you spoke it loud for all to hear. For some, for some, it could have been. It could have been picked up by the wrong ears. Yes, it could have been. It was, this was today. This was like five hours ago. Write a letter, dude. You got to write a letter now. 
you're you're in the doghouse. Just, <laughs> just to cover right, my ass. Start writing right now. Yeah. Right. Just, just start writing. Like the second it gets out, I have like a dead man switch, right? The second it hits my email that we need to call you in, my email will send to whoever the higher power is. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. You know? Yeah, it's that automatic response. Like I'm out of the office and Hunter's is always just an apology. Ready? <laughs> Ready? I can always. Like, right. I get a text like, dude, are you fucking serious? I go, uh, listen, dude, just walk into my office, second drawer, top right, and grab any of those. And he's like, what are you talking about? Goes in. It's just like five forgive me cards, right? For different kinds of slurs, right? And I'm like, and yes, the color of the card does match up with what it was about. And that's what we'll leave it, right? That's what we'll do. There's just like subcategories. There's hate crimes. There's like yeah. cancer jokes. And then there's just like six two black woman. Yeah, I'm just my small up. friend. Yeah. I'm like second drawer back left. Should be a couple pink cards in there. You can grab those. You're like, hate cards. Right. And then they read them and they're like, oh, okay. Well, at least he's organized. You're oh, basically geez. uncancelable at that point, right? Like and a handwritten note goes way farther than anything else. And a 2023 goal of mine is to really tone back just the heart. The, the craziness, that's what we'll put it. We'll say the craziness. Because pre-2023, 22 years after Y2K, I made a pretty distasteful Dick Clark joke. And we don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't condone that. I loved, I loved Dick Clark. But I clipped I mean, that right away. Yeah. <laughs> right, right away. When you post that on the Instagram, I was like, that's just something I can't repost online. <laughs> you don't want your parents seeing that sort of thing. <laughs> No, no, absolutely not. That's that's the line in the sand, right? Yeah. Um, so shout out to Dick Clark, R.A.P. Um, yeah. Cash bar. <laughs> Cash bar, I guess. Um, should we do snacks first? Or Hunter has some hard-hitting 60 minutes Diane Sawyer type questions. <laughs> no, what's her name? 20 questions with Molly Quinn? Molly Quinn, yes. I don't know who that bitch is. Um Keep going. Do you want to do top three movie theater snacks first or go to your 60-minute style questions? I want to go to my 60-minute style questions, but I have none written down. I think it's more of just a Q&A session. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so Q&A right now? Yes, Q&A right now. That's what Jordan, Q&A right now? Q&A right now. Uh, all of our listeners, we're going into our new segment, Q&A. Uh, I think it's the first time it's been rolled out. Uh, you should all keep listening. It's going to get really heated in here. Um, we have medical uh, medical staff on standby in case there's any fainting. We will get deep. We will get deep. Yes. And also, before the questions come in, let Jordan introduce himself and why he is not just a regular guest. He's a guest with actual insight. A guest of honor. Eric Andre clap. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I have worked in movie theaters, um, all my life since I was 14. Um, I was actually ripping tickets at, uh, a newly or freshly open location when I was 12. Um, so I've been in and around it. Um, always saw movies at the theater as a kid. Um, my father inherited, uh, a movie theater company called Dipson Theaters Incorporated. Uh, they are locally owned and operated in Buffalo, New York. Was formed in Batavia, so a little bit outside, but in 1939. So that's how long we've kind of been around. Um, he operates that business with his brother, Brian Spokane. Um, and I've worked for him my entire life. I recently became the general manager of the Transit Drive In. Congratulations. So first drive in. For, for you guys you, on that. You. That's a huge acquisition thank for all, you. 
all you Buffalonians that know how big the drive-in is. That's quite the deal. Yeah, no, it's it was super exciting. It was our first drive-in property um, ever, I believe. I think we might have been connected to uh, a drive-in down by Delaware Park, but that sure. was in like the 1940s, and we don't Pretty look Y2K. back that far. Why would you? Why would you look back that far? <laughs> Nothing's good is back there. So, um, so yeah, it was super fun, and um, it was definitely a. Uh, humbling experience because you think a lot of people think especially movie theater staff are very laid back and easygoing because typically their their jobs aren't that hard um which to an extent there's a lot obviously that goes into managing a property anywhere any type right. of business um, it's a different beast but as far as scooping popcorn goes and selling a you know a cup of soda it's not that demanding Right. But um no, it this the drive-in experience, it um it's based off the weather mainly, which is completely unpredictable and we try to work around that as best as we can. Um it's based around the product obviously that comes out and it's based around what time the sun sets cuz you can't show movies during the day. We're outside cuz the ghouls um, come out at night. Right. Little goblins and little green men that jump across the screen like that. They take so, people. So um right. I was taking And um and it's also, it's kind of tough, just like how, you know, indoor theaters sell out. There's only a limited right. number of seats. You know, there's uh, so many parking spaces that we can provide that on average, and especially at the transit drive-in, but elsewhere, I mean, you've got to turn cars away that are arriving late or, you know, the screen fills up out of nowhere and it's just never like a, a fun thing to do because you want yeah. everybody to That's gotta enjoy get a nasty, the experience. Right? No, absolutely. I've had a, a couple run-ins. You know, this, like, this I feel summer, like some people especially. have to drive from probably like the whole other side of the city just to go to a movie and they get there 20 minutes late with, you know, their two stepkids and they're just trying to show them a good time and they get turned away and it's like, he fucked up again. It's always the right. stepkids. <laughs> right. No, there's definitely, you know, uh, you know, on average, I'd say every night there, there's like a one to 5% amount of people who are, um, for lack of a better term, intolerable. Sure. Um, yeah, and it's that. not it has nothing to do with, you know, them, but it's just the it's not fun to take your family somewhere and whether you relate or you're coming in from a different part of town, you got to get turned away. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I my heart goes out to them obviously, but we can only do our jobs as much as we can do them. Solidarity. Yeah. So, I uh um, Yeah. I I do want to say get this out of the way. Because when I met Hunter, he brought up the drive-in theater a lot. I've I've never been to a drive-in theater, and most people haven't, which blew my mind. Out yeah, here, out Hunter in acted. Yeah, it's not a regular thing. It's not no, like not at all. So for you guys to have this um, in Buffalo is pretty special. Um, I was curious. I was curious, like how big is it? Is it just one one screen going at once? Is that is that what we're working with, or is there multiple? So it is multiple. We have five screens. Um, the entire property is actually a, just under 40 acres. Um, so the screens can fit, on average, 275 cars. Um, our one. main screen. Yeah. So, I mean, the smallest is screen take, five. Sure. It, it's exactly 255. And then 265 for screen four. Screen three is 285. Screen two is around 290 they're roughly the same size just a little bit 
extra, and then our main screen fits comfortably 330 cars. Comfortably. We can squeeze cars in. That's that's part of the training that goes into um, our parking lot attendance is if we have a sellout show, we stop selling tickets, but we get the rest of these cars in, we park them on the sides of the rows. Mm -hmm. Um, And if they don't want to do it, obviously, if they already paid for a ticket, we'll give them a refund. It's no issue there. Um, But a lot of these people just want to get in there. You know, they swarm the snack bar. It's crazy. It's like a jungle in there. Um, and then they go outside and we do double features. So it's $12 well, for two movies. Yep. And you, you come see your first movie, get your snacks. We have a full kitchen. So we have all hot food, burgers, fries, you know, desserts, all that. Um, and then go enjoy the movie, come back in for intermission. If you're still hungry, use the bathroom and then go see a second movie. I dig that. That's a great I, deal. Yeah. And, right. uh, the first screen, something I can attest to that, that's the main feature, right? You have the putt putt right in front. You have the merry-go-round thingy right there. I mean, that's yep. that's the gold standard, right? It's like absolutely screen, screen two through five. It's good. I'm glad to be here. Screen one, you're in for a kicking experience. Kick right, that's, that's and that's the main that's show. right. That's sort of the behind the scenes is always the most popular movies on screen one, um, just because it's the biggest, obviously, and it's the nicest screen. It is the largest screen in Western New York. Um, and our projectors are actually laser projectors, so they're not xenon bulb like Sony. Is that where like you projectors. put your hand in front of them and then it'll block the screen? Yeah, you'll fry your hand. Absolutely. Yeah, you will okay. burn yourself. Damn. Will it be like yes. a tattoo actually... of what's on the screen at that time? <laughs> Pussy yeah. boots on your chest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have to um, calibrate the exact dimensions of the top and bottom of the screen because if we're a millimeter off that light travels and it doesn't stop you know oh shit it's a hazard to airplanes it's a hazard to satellites so yeah it's it's, a weapon. it's intense oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we take our job pretty seriously over at the transit <laughs> drive yeah and and i i think you also have to mention that at the drive-in you do drive around segways is this correct that is correct. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> what pre-driving? Had you ever operated a Segway before? Not once in my entire life. Was it everything you dreamed of and more? It was. Um, it was not the same as riding a bike. I did take a few tumbles. I know I sent you uh, a Snapchat video or two. <laughs> I had a couple dunks. Um, couple dunks. Yeah, I mean, I tried to show off, and obviously, it blew right back in my face, but. Um, no, once I got the hang of it, I mean, they're super useful because you have to go across a 40-acre property, especially yeah. as one of the managers, and you got to be everywhere at once. Totally. I mean, I, I feel like I speak for everyone. Everyone thinks the idea of driving a Segway is like Paul Blart Mall Cop. Like, it just looks effortlessly, and you could do whatever tricks you want on it. So for me, I think this is more of a safety question for myself and our listeners, because if you presented a Segway right here in front of me, I would take it on the highway. Sure. I mean, you'd get up to 12 miles an hour, and that's not exactly uh, beneficial for the highway, but you're absolutely right on the Paul Bart thing. They call us that every single time we drive by, so. Watch the people in their cars. They're like, hey, Paul. And you're like, dude, come on. Not everybody, but a lot of guests, especially young kids. Sure. Paul Bart. Oh, yeah. We're used to it. I'm used to it, especially. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been compared to famous fat movie actors my entire life. I mean, Hunter can attest to that. Uh, this is the part where I just like early in this episode, I'm going to plead the fifth here 
and we're going to move on to the next question. <laughs> you don't remember? Uh, you don't remember Bruce Valanche? I've never heard those two. Is that a guy? Is that a woman? Is that one of the switcheroos? I don't. What is that? Allegedly. Da- All right. Well, I have I don't know what he. I don't know what Bruce Valanche looks like. But Dan, you're going to have to clip this, and when he says Bruce Valanche, you should throw it on the screen just so okay. people know. Absolutely. I haven't, even, I haven't even looked it up yet. I was just uh, feeding you a little bit. Yeah. Yep. 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 Another offensive thing Hunter said. Hunter, I'm blanking on the character's name, but what was that one? Uh, not Eddie, maybe Eddie Murphy character. He played a woman that you always used to say. Oh, Norbit, the greatest, the greatest Norbit, film of all you. time. Thank Me you. and Spina still talk about that. That movie is just, it's, it's unbelievable. But it's what perfect. was like, the, what was the woman's name in Norbit that used to say? Respucia. 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 Yeah, that's her name. <laughs> okay. Just also played of, by Eddie Murphy. Yeah, offensive, uh, fat people jokes you make. Sure. Well, I, I, I attack everybody equally. I, yeah, yeah, You yeah, know what? No, go like to the, the files. Go, no, go to like the, the fat person attack. files. I think that sounds malicious. <laughs> I think that sounds malicious to say attack. Uh, I contest. I contest everyone equally. That's fair. Understood. I think it's a very, that's a very laid back way to put it, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you're Diane Sawyer right now. Hard hitting questions. Um, Molly Quinn. I am on the website right now. I'm looking at the snack bar, but I want to get in the snack bar later. So I do have a question, maybe for both of you. Um, when you go to a drive-in theater, like if you have more than two people, are you like in the car? Are you kind of screwed? Like, what's the setup? Are you going in the trunk? Are you pulling out chairs? A blanket on the ground? You loading up the trunk? Keeping it mm-hmm. open with pillows, blankets? What's the setup? How how do you really maximize your experience there? And is, and is it more more than two people? Is that is that a bad call? I, see, I sometimes find, well, that's the beauty about the driving. You can go, you know, however big your car is or how many people are going, you can really stock up. But I'm a big fan of the car or the SUV that opens up and right. You tie it off. So it's kind of like a little sunbathing roof, even though there's right. no sun. And then you just load the back up with blankets, pillows, maybe a little, you know, whatever you want back there. It's, yeah. it's like your own little realm, you know, for those two films, it's like Narnia in the back. But if you go with more people, you could bring fold-up chairs, right? And you right. can set them down and, and sit as you want in front of the car. So, I mean, the world's your oyster. Okay, understood. So, from an operational standpoint, because um, I've never been, I've never seen a movie at a drive-in myself before we acquired the Transit Drive-in. So I'd never sure. been, um, obviously, because it was not part of Dipson Theaters competition, and, right? Um, no, not so much that I just, you know, didn't feel like waiting in line and paying for a ticket. So, right. Um, that too. Who wants to do that? But yeah, right, right. We park the cars based on the size of the vehicles. So if you're sitting in row three, right behind the largest vehicles, we largest are in the front two rows and the last row. And then you've got your open trunks going all the way back for the next two rows. And then the middle two rows are forward facing small SUVs and sedans. Um, and if you're sitting in a folding chair, which is lower than you'd be in your vehicle right behind a pickup truck, I mean, you're not going to see the screen. Right. True. So it's kind of based on, we, we try to help out, you know, everybody that comes to the drive-in and say, Hey, you know, I realize you can't see the screen. Uh, you know, it's a problem that we deal with every single night. Sure. Um, but unfortunately, you know, the drive-in wasn't designed for people to be in chairs. However, like we tell them just, you can move your chairs to wherever you can see the screen. You don't have to sit by your vehicle. Sure. Um, 
But I would say I would agree with Hunter that, I mean, sitting in the, you know, the trunk of your car, whether it's a truck, um, like an open bed, or you've got one of those sideways opening doors like the RAV4s, I mean, loading it up with pillows. And if you're going on a date, you don't want to bring extra people. If, if you're going with friends, I'd go separate cars. Um, but if you're going with your family, I mean, just pile in, bring chairs, make a night out of it. Get immersed. Yeah. Understood. Good to know. I, yeah. Maybe I'll stop by. If I ever come back to Buffalo, had a great time in Buffalo, stop by at Mighty Taco. Um, no Ted's hot dogs. I saw the What do you get at Mighty, Dan? What do you get? Say it uh, out loud. Cheese, something with blue cheese in it. I forget. What was it? Notch, notch, notch. Nacho, nacho burrito. Buffito. Buffito. And that was top notch. Um, so maybe next time there, I'll stop by at the transit drive in. Um, very exciting. Um, Diane maybe that's uh, Diane Stoyer, Molly Quinn style. Maybe that's something we can do to really raise awareness. You know how uh, part of my take does grit week and they just go around to different cities and football teams. We can just get on the open road and travel to different movie theaters across the country. Right? That, like, <laughs> that would we'll, be an we'll, all we'll be outside of trip. we'll be outside of the Starlight Theater in Omaha, Nebraska, signing autographs from four to six before we go see like La Lorena or something like that. You know. You know what? We should talk to Jordan about this now. Um, you know, how like AMC Regal Loyal have those like weird intros before the movie starts. Like sometimes it's student made film of the popcorn popping, or it's a famous Amazon actress. or AMC as uh, what's her name. Uh, Diane Sawyer, yeah. No, Nicole Kidman, um, Nicole, Nicole Kidman, Kidman, Nicole Kidman. She what was married if... to Tom Cruise, who was a Scientologist, which we still is on the show. Still... No, they're not. Nope. He's not still a Scientologist? Oh, he still is. They're not yes, still married. confirmed. No, no. He's, he, he loves L. Ron Hubbard. Um, as I was saying, what if we get Hunter to film something, you know? Uh, maybe we put him in New Era Field. I don't know what it's called now. He's like, welcome to Buffalo Motherfuckers. Um, this is Transit no, Drive-In, no. and enjoy the film. I, I think, I think yeah. okay, my pitch for this is maybe I'm in the stadium, stadium's in the background, I'm, I'm on the field, right? And I just walk by, oh, didn't see you there, right? And then I'd be like, Wel- welcome to Buffalo's immersive transit drive-in in Lockport, you know, and I some other fun things. Yeah, but I think I, that I would look great. I think so, too. It's kind of like I'm looking down the barrel of the James Bond gun, but <laughs> it's just me just kind of like an awkward distance away from the camera being like, didn't see you all there. Nice car, right? And then I talk. But <laughs> um, I think, so. Oh, let me preface this as well. I think that video should only be for the regular dips in theaters because the transit drive-in has that old like 1950s to 70s feel, you know, where it's kind of right. like well, the old school-esque sure. com- commercials and intros and whatnot. Why don't we just dress you up in like, you know, era-appropriate garb? Maryland just sent you out, sent you out into a field, you know, just drunk and disoriented, and just tape it. <laughs> and well, we'll well, welcome and to the welcome to the drive-in, welcome to the drive-in theater. It's, it's really good to have you here. What the fuck is up, Buffalo? You know, like something like that. Yeah, and just put a yeah, black and white filter. It's good. It's chill. And after the first lawsuit, like, how'd you get that video? And they're just like, we just fed him LSD and threw him in a little in a little uh, <laughs> field to frolic in, and just kept, yeah. kept taking shots. I like the idea of it quickly, abruptly stopping in the middle of your sentence. It's like, don't forget to wire us money at what are you watching and follow us on Patreon, Twitter, Instagram, and send us money. Thank you. Enjoy the we, movie. Yes. It, it's also it's also an advertisement. It's not like a welcome to the theater. There is some more subliminal messaging going on there. It is the first thing that people see, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It sets the stage. It does. It, people are like, this is going to be a crazy night, right? 
Full right. moon, the ghouls are out. It's nighttime. Don't put your hand in front of the laser pointer. Um, I have a question, and I don't think this pertains. This just pertains to the to the movie industry in in general, I suppose. But what actually goes into the selecting of a film for a theater, right? Because I mean, yeah, it's not like a hundred movies come out a month, but you know, you can choose to keep them running longer. Like you could exclude one genre over another. Like what what classifies something that like a bigger theater like Flick Stadium 10, which is your other big theater and the drive-in would want, right? Like what sets that tone? So, I mean, it's all based on release dates. So right. especially this, this year going forward, I mean, going from, I want to say April 7th, which is the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie, there Ooh, is a new a, yeah. large release every single weekend until August 28th. Um, so that makes it pretty easy for us. Sure. Um, as far as how long you hold a specific film, obviously it's based on attendance. Um, and not like, obviously like that, like there are other things that go into it because studios like, you know, certain large conglomerate, you know, Bob Iger, they kind of want their stuff back <laughs> on their platform. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like a lot of large blockbuster films have a two week run of engagement. So you have to hold those for two weeks. Um, Can you keep if, them after? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of the times, a lot of people actually don't know this. Um, the double feature bookings are solely based off of what studio that first feature is. So if we were playing, for example, when we open up in March or early April, you know, fingers crossed, when we play Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in May, the co-feature for that is going to be Ant-Man, which released in February, even though we're doing it in May because it's a Marvel movie. Oh. Um, right. So whenever we're playing a Universal film, Warner Brothers, you know, the film rental cost is, you get a break on it if you're playing the same studio. If you wanted to play, which the studio might not let you because they have to sign off on it, and a lot of it is we go through a booker and they contact the studio reps, they get back to the booker and they contact us. There's a film service called Deluxe or DCDC. I think they merged with another conglomerate um, and they handle, you know, our content and our keys, but we also call them if we ever have issues with the bookings, stuff like that. There's a, there's a lot of things at play. Um, but on, for the most part, it's based on the studios, whether they let us do it or not. And typically they're played together from the same studio. Um, and then the, the length of the run for the film um, that's solely based on if it's popular, if it's not, typically we hold it a second weekend. And usually if it's not doing anything or if it's selling zero tickets, which is possible, you know, we'll get rid of it. Hmm. I, I definitely always thought, Dan, you, you wouldn't know cause you've never been to the mm -hmm. drive-in, but the double feature, I always thought it was like a wine and cheese pairing. Like mm -hmm. you would just put, you would put Ant-Man and the Wasp or the new Ant-Man movie and Guardians of the Galaxy together just cause they're kind of right. the same, right? I didn't realize it was, they literally are, you know, cut from the same cloth, right? I always just thought it was, that would be good with that, not you kind mm -hmm. of have to do that with that. It is sometimes. It's not always that way. Typically for like big films and big releases, that's exactly what happens. But it's also because there's nothing good enough to go with it from that same studio. And we sure. don't want to pay the obscene amount of money to get a different movie. Right. Um, we'll put that movie with a different movie on a different screen and play the same studios on that screen. 
Um, but for our Retro Tuesdays, which we host during the summer, so every Tuesday is a double feature for retro films, you know, that is carefully selected. So you play the original King Kong with an original Godzilla film. You would play, mm-hmm. we did Dirty Dancing with Grease. We did, Love that. um, that's one of our most popular ones for sure. Um, and you know, you can, you can kind of pair, like we did a, a Tim Burton double feature during Halloween and we did Corpse Ride with Beetlejuice. Love that. But like you can do, you know, creative stuff like that. But as far as just like regular, you know, strictly business, it's mostly the studios. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's actually yeah. great to know. So like the newer stuff, anything that's new is going to be way more expensive than like if you want to show Shrek or something, like you want to do Shrek 1 and 2, would that be much easier to get on the screen than or cheaper to get on the screen than New Guardians and Ant-Man? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I like cool. the Shrek Anything one that's pairing. out of release, yeah, no, 100%. Um, I, I'm out here looking at the snack bar on the website. Um, I like Which, the logo. Jordan, you, you remodeled. Maybe you could shed some light on that, too. I know you've done some upgrades to the to the snack shop and the options that are offered at the Transit Drive-In, if you'd care to educate yeah. the local Western New Yorkers that listen here. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, the snack bar is a beast, you know, we've got six registers. Typically inside we'll have 10 people working up front, four people working in the kitchen. Um, you know, it lines are out the door. We are putting in this year's sneak peek to the 2023 season, an extra butter machine, because the line for that was out the Rachel, door. Rachel, extra butter machine at the drive-in starting this year. That's huge. That's big news. We'll clip that for news. everyone in Buffalo. That will be on the local news yep. station. We are, we're fingers crossed getting automatic soda fountains. Um, That's tight. So, you know, just for the staff, I mean, it's still going to be behind the stand, you know, but it makes their life easier. Yeah. Um, We brought in some new nacho cheese machines. We switched up some of that brand. We switched up the oil that the, that the popcorn is cooked in Um, a little bit of a healthier option right now. Um, in the kitchen, the biggest development was we brought in a turbo chef. So a convection what the fuck's oven, a turbo chef, a convection oven. Oh, okay. We brought in, we brought in super chef, Bobby filet. Fucking animal back there. For our 2023 release, you should see him on the goddamn chicken tenders, right? He's like, I need more, you know? Yeah. But continue, continue. Turbo chef. Silly goose soup. It's turbo. Yeah. So we cut down our, um, our pizza cook time from 12 minutes to about three. Um, that's, that's pretty big. That's considerable. That's a considerable drop off. Yeah. And you know, our full kitchen, you know, we've got a lot of great stuff. Um, cheeseburgers, hamburgers, hot dogs are obviously a classic. Staples. Um, chicken fingers, Buffalo's original pizza logs. Dan, I don't know if you ever had one of those, but that's def- you should definitely put that on the list. It's a treat. Um, jalapeno poppers, onion rings, you know, pizzas, pizza slices. We'll do, uh, we actually have gourmet pretzels stuffed with either cream cheese or a, a jalapeno pepper jack mix. Pretty good. I'd whip myself. Definitely, definitely the cause of the, uh, <laughs> couple extra pound for hibernation going into the the off season but uh they're tasty and then we do like yeah go ahead um i was just gonna say because you you burn it all off on the segue because it it hits such speeds 
that like the force of your body. Okay. Try to keep you on the site. You're, I mean, at least your wrist strength has to be through the roof. That's that's something that I'm going to be moving away from going forward. I need to get no some, more segueing uh, steps and yeah, skateboard. I need to get to ten thousand. You know, he's just always I mean, jogging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll be right back. It's like, dude, it's like five feet away. You're like, I'm good. I am good. Right? <laughs> you just hear me a couple rows back. It's like, <laughs> just huffing and puffing my way down the road. I'll be there. In a minute, dude. You can just walk. Yeah. Like you don't have to run. In a minute, I will be there. You um, don't have the stamina. Nice sweat you brown did, going at all times. I did right. hear that you guys are now serving alcoholic beverages. Is this true? That is true. So we and did bring in a first beer and time. Wine. Yes. Yep. And it's more of a, it is more of a convenience item. You know, we obviously don't promote drinking and driving. There's a two drink limit, and we scan IDs for every single person. Um, and I personally trained the staff on how to spot a fake ID from the glory days bartending. Um, but, you know, a lot of people do bring their own food. They bring their own alcohol, which is something that's wildly different from any indoor theater. Right. Um, we really don't check vehicles for anything, you know, whether it's just like a couple little Caesars pizzas or, you know, a bottle or two of Hennessy. You know, it gets a little. Sometimes I've seen it. Crack. I've seen it. <laughs> but um, you know, that's definitely one of the things that's that's very different, and it 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 surprised me personally coming from the indoor theater background. Um, you know, these people still go and pay money to eat at our snack bar, even sure. though they brought all this food, and it's it's really something special, and it, it kind of just shows you like the the quality of the drive-in experience is you have to have you know, good greasy food outdoors in the summer underneath the stars, you know, open yeah. sky yeah. on a giant freaking screen under a blanket with your loved ones. It's awesome. I'm into it. That, yeah. This, the that's, snack bar that's a makes shark me, tank pitch. Yeah, that is. Yeah. And no, I'm hooked. I'm, I'm coming up. Uh, the snack bar options I'm looking at, it's like, I, I couldn't bring any of this, you know, like I, maybe I could bring some water in my car, but I'm getting up and I'm getting some pizza logs, you know, mm nachos a hot dog like have to yeah i also was asking hunter about this i did see some loganberry um on the soda list once again oh, yeah. pizza logs driving feeders nacho buffitos i'm learning a lot about buffalo culture so i loganberry i think i might have to try if i'm ever at the transit driving absolutely it's kind is, it, is, uh, the is that something you had as a kid and now it's like you say you've had it, but you haven't really tried Loganberry in like 15 years. I had, I had a Loganberry three weeks ago at Ted's Hot Dogs. Okay. So okay. It's still, I mean, it's still that good. It's, it's not a drink that I'll get every time, but I mean, I'm only in Buffalo twice a year. So when I'm there, I'm, I'll, I'd rip a Loganberry. If it's any regular day, you know me, it's Mr. Pibber, Dr. Pepper, but right. it's a good, it's a tasty delicacy. It's something you have to try. Good to know. Um, and yeah. then I, I think we'll wrap it up here for the little Q and a part. I, one last thing, what's next, what's next for dips and theaters. I, I, congratulations again for acquiring, um, that Niagara Falls property. That's awesome. It looked like another huge theater. I was reading all about that. Yeah. What's, I mean, if you, if you care to share what you want, but what's, what's next for you guys? Yeah. I, I you know, I like to play, uh, the cards close to the chest, but, um, the Niagara Falls, a lot of our focus is definitely going towards that. I mean, um, as far as, you know, management goes, you know, we're bringing in, you know, one of our guys, um, we're keeping on a bunch of their guys and mm -hmm. we're trying to, you know, 
merge as, as best as we can. Um, but as far as the operations go, this is going to be our first 12 screen. Um, definitely oh, a new location shit. for us. Yeah. So it's, it's a huge undertaking. Um, and just like, you know, everybody at Dipson kind of rallied at the drive-in because we were still learning at the beginning. I mean, we're all going to be there. We open up in February, fingers crossed, February 2nd. Um, and that is definitely the main focus going forward. We want to make that, you know, the best that we can. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. I didn't realize it was and as far as, as far as the drive-in goes, um, you know, we're hoping to do some more events possibly during the daytime, non-operational hours, flea market, farmer's market, maybe oh, like a, a daytime music festival. You know, these sure. are all things that are in consideration, but they, t- they there's definitely a lot of planning that goes into that. Yeah. Oh, totally. But that's cool. I mean, you're sitting on all that land, right? Like why not do something if, you know, possible during the day? That's great. That's smart as shit. Segway yeah. races, just r- racing around the land. Just... <laughs> You know, like they do like the pig races at fairs and shit. It's just all the employees on segways. Sign up for it, right? It's like you and your neighbors like, fuck you, Don. You know, and you're peeling out like probably one mile an hour faster. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was good. I'm, I'm glad I got to learn a little bit about driving theater. Definitely if I um, ever come up to Buffalo again, that's a must stop because that just sounds like a great movie theater experience. That's why movie theaters are still fun to go to. All about the experience the chairs, the food, the big screen, the louder speakers. It's what makes it still fun. So the drive-in sounds like a top-notch experience. Um, carrying on, though, are we going to do some top three movie theater snacks? Um, yes. You know, don't don't be scared to mix and match. You know, it doesn't need to be like, I like popcorn. You know, it, you know, just sl- or ices. Tell me what you're mixing and matching, what you're cooking back there, what you're chefing up. Um, yeah, Hunter, we'll let you, uh, we'll let you crack the ice with Number three. That feels targeted, but... It um, always is. Okay. <laughs> My number three, all right, I, I got to go with the Reese's Pieces, right? And you say, how do you put a candy at the bottom? One, as some of my friends know, I don't really like sweets much. Right. Cookies, candy, I don't really do it. But I have a sweet spot for Reese's Pieces. So I'm going to the theater, I'm grabbing that box, that beautiful orange box with the black accents and the little freaking or brown, whatever you call them. Brown, orange, and yellow Reese's Pieces. My go-to number three. I have to. Every time. Every time. Understood. All right, Jordan, give us your, give us your number three. I've got to say any variation of a pretzel. Anything pretzel-related, whether it's bites, it's a stadium pretzel, it's a pretzel stick. I mean, Hunter, you're Hunter the consumer, and you should know better than anyone that going to the movies is about consumption. Consuming what's on the screen consuming a big thing in front of you yes and i feel like like pretzels leave me high and dry they're 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 salty but they're not salty enough to cover with my giant soda and it's just not enough there the cheese makes my belly ache a little bit and it's it's definitely number three if i could put it at number eight i would what's number three the the pretzel the pretzel just puts you in the viewing chair right once once you start to divulge it you're not getting up until the movie's over no, you don't. Oh, yeah. You don't feel good after it. No, 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 it's a poop inbound. It is a poop inbound. It's like you know, if you have to pee too bad, you're stuck in the chair, and there's a little bit of cheese on your sweatshirt, just a little bit right here, and you have to deal with it. You got to deal with the consequences. The whole movie, the, the, whole, the whole time, the whole time, you just got to <laughs> roll with it. You're waiting for the screen. Unnecessary to go right, stress. 
It is. You're waiting for the screen to go bright just so you can get one little eye on it. <laughs> like two seconds. Yeah, dark, dark, dark. Nice. Right? And then it's right back to it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I used to love the pretzel bites when you used to get like the little kid box. Um, my number three is one that was a childhood favorite, I think, for a lot of people. But I had most recently when I went to Avatar, The Way of Water, um, fine movie, whatever. Um, I got cookie dough bites. That's not a backhanded. All right. It is. James Cameron's a prick and the movie's just average. It's just, I, we're going to review it. But my ultimate review of Avatar is you leave and you're like, the only reason I saw this movie is because everyone else said, I have to see this movie and everyone else saw the movie. And then you leave the movie and you're like, why, why the hell did I just see this movie? Um, cookie dough bites. So I was, so I had one, I was like, Hmm, Mm, I remember that. That's good. That was nostalgic. I had two and I was like, you know, what? maybe this is better than I remember. I, I cranked the whole box. I was with two other people. We were sharing all the snacks. I ate the cookie dough bites. Like they kind of just became mine. I ate them. They weren't really shared. I mean, a little chocolate outside, nice little cookie dough inside. It was perfect. Not too chocolatey. I was just popping them. I ate the whole box. So okay. honestly, it's and it's also something you can't get everywhere. You don't see cookie dough bites. Novelty else. item. Besides Novelty that item. weird little glass case in front of your, um, your little snack shack. So, yeah, cookie right. dough bites at number three. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen cookie dough bites at a theater. I could be wrong. Maybe I've just never looked out for it, but that's okay. My number two, and hear me out because you called me out early with almost everything that I wanted to say, is the classic blue-red icy twist. And here's right. why I say this. Here's why I say this. One – a regular thing of large soda, I'm going to have to pee pretty quickly and pretty aggressively, right? I'm going to be really ripping the leather off my chair. Two, ices are dwindling around the world. You used to be able to get an icy in any Target in the land, anywhere. Yeah. And now it seems the only place I could find that dope little fucking polar bear with the red polo jacket and some zippers on is at the movie theaters. And so every time I go, it has to be something I acquire and consume. They're tasty. It's not that much liquid, and it's a treat. Fair. The reason that I put pretzels at number three is because there are only two real answers, mm. and there are only two correct answers to this question. Now, you. my number two, my number two is, I know this is kind of a little sneaky, but it's a tie. All right, and it's on the candy front, and it's between milk duds, Ooh. snow caps, Oof. and bunch of crunch. Oof. Right. People love the snow caps at the theater. I think that's a big thing for some reason. The snow caps are versatile. You can dump them in the popcorn, in the popcorn. and they melt, and it yeah. gets you know it's pretty nice like that. Now on the on the converse side of that with Reese's Pieces, I don't like the chocolate peanut butter combo with the popcorn. Just the chocolate. Just the chocolate. I like that. Noted. Just the chocolate. Bunch of crunch. Bunch of crunch is great on his own. Uh, you know, and milk duds. Honestly, it's just the longevity. I mean, you could suck on those bad boys for yeah. ages. They could really right? last you a long time. It's valid. They're built it's for valid. attrition. It's valid. It's a, you can, if you can go see Avatar The Way of Water with one box of milk duds, and you'll still have some at the end. It's, it's if true. there's ever some kind of apocalypse, everyone's going to go to Dick's, you know, your local grocery store, Wegmans for us East Coasters. You're just going to see one car in movie theater parking lots, just shattering the glass and just ripping milk duds and shit out, right? Everyone's driving by like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, you guys are so dead because this is going to last me forever. I feel like milk duds catches some shade. 
like unnecessarily. Like I, I never minded when I got milk duds in my Halloween candy. Like I never minded. And you're right. The longevity, you kind of are looking for a candy or chocolate that you don't just bite. Like you kind of want one that you can also suck on and burn some time. Because everyone knows during the previews, you lose half your candy, right? You lose half your stock with every, with every 25 minute preview session, you're going through the bulk of what you came there to accomplish. So you're kind of looking for that sort of candy that you can really hold on to. Um, so moving on for me, um, number two was an interesting spot, right? Because you want your chocolate, you want your candy, you want your soda, maybe you want your popcorn. I kind of already went with mine with cookie dough bites. Um, so in terms of candy, I've always been a candy guy um, over the chocolate, but I've been realizing with older age, too much candy during a movie can really upset the belly. Like we said, Dan, how many wanna... cavities do you have for the crowd? Probably 12. Okay. Um, that's a lot. <laughs> had 12. They've been confirmed, a, sealed, he, shut, signed, sealed, he's delivered. He's a new man. I'm he's yours. a new man. Yeah. I actually don't know what number I has, but all I can tell you is that I got four filled in one sitting. And ever since then, my jaw has not been the same and it locks up all the time. Um, so, that sounds like a lawsuit. I mean, my mouth was just like this for like two hours. <laughs> Oh yeah, man! Take care you of yourself, not, dude. You would I, not fare well in prison if you. I try. Like I that. floss yeah. and brush my teeth. Um, I even swig water around after I eat candy now. Um, and I haven't had a cavity in like three years, so I want to note that. Besides the point, I do like candy still. Um, and my number two spot is going to go to the gummy bears. Nothing, no sour, <laughs> nothing crazy. OG gummy bears, Haribo's <laughs> good. Yeah, I also Harbor like. I also like this new brand. Um, I've been seeing them a lot more. They're always at Wawa. Like I think it's called Albanese. Um, but is that European? Point, it sounds Eastern European, Volkanski. Um, <laughs> but I'm looking for a candy that I can suck on. I can bite. I can chew. It can give me the longevity. Get me through the movie. Um, I also like holding them up to the screen, seeing what color I get. Um, it's a little trick of mine, so I know what I'm putting in my mouth. Um, yeah, so my number two is left. Let's not get crazy. It's just a little trick I like to do. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we're learning all of these insider secrets about movie theaters. And I say, I hold my gummy bears up to the screen and see what color it is. Um, yeah, so mm. I'm going to go gummy bears at the two slot. Mm. Okay. Comes to me, the one, the one you've all been waiting for. It's probably, probably both of your answers. So if it is, we could just all talk about it in one. I go with the classic popcorn butter and Dan, not that horse shit you do where you pour the white cheddar. No, that was, that piss. was a, that, no, that's not where, a me where, thing. No, no, no. That was a one time mistake. It was a one. I got excited. I tried it. I thought I'd spice it up for Hunter cause he was too lazy to get up and get extra popcorn. And I spilled the whole thing in it. And I thought it would be all right. <laughs> it was so I was bad. Eating, I was just eating white cheddar. No, horrible. you didn't eat any. You took one bite. You looked at me like you were about to cry and you go, it's ruined. And then you, we put it down the ground, and you didn't. You didn't look at me for the rest of the movie. Just a, just a full bag of popcorn. Didn't even touch it. You had this um, puppy dog eyes. It's 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 ruined. Number one, it's obvious. Every time you're going to the theater, unless you're like a communist or just hate people, you're getting popcorn and you're getting butter. And let me say this: here, here's another endorsement to the great old Dips and Theaters, which you can touch on as well. I'll let you explain it. Jordan, how does Dipson Theaters do their popcorn? Dan, I want your ears up here because this, this shit's real and I've tried to mimic it. And if you're going to mimic it, you have to go into the theater with other apparatuses and you'll you'll hear why. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it is the Dipson standard to layer the butter. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I've ever been to a movie theater, 
you know, that wasn't Dipson where they didn't just load butter right on top. And I feel like what a tease. you get 30% of the popcorn and 70% is just dry. What a tease. You know what I'm saying? It's bullshit. So we layer the butter. Dipson Theaters actually uses real butter at select locations. Um, so we we buy in bulk these giant bricks of butter and we melt them on hot plates in the back. Dip them into our butter <laughs> container and it is it is the real deal. Damn. It's not that flavor called crap that you guys are getting at Regal, right? I'm oh a Dipson guy. What are you saying? I, I'm, I'm, sick of com- I'm sick of companies pumping me full of this bullshit. I want the real butter. Dan, they fill up half the thing, half your tub, butter it up, and then yeah. put the rest of the popcorn on top and butter it up again. Yeah. Every bite is like your first time. Mm. And it's real butter. Who's- That's awesome. It's real butter. It's not that. It's not the the flavored bullshit. Who sings that one song like a virgin? Is that Madonna? Sure. Every yes. piece of popcorn is like a virgin, mm. or like it takes your. You get the point. Have we seen that Twitter video of that boss dude working at the movie theater spinning the popcorn on, just shaking it up, spinning, adding butter? Yeah, that that dude. You should hire a Dipson. Get him. Give him the call. Let him know it's the boss. Say whatever they're paying you, we'll pay you double. If that dude makes my <laughs> if popcorn. You're out there, come work for me. You get twenty six dollars an hour, and just do that all day. Did you? Interestingly enough, that guy uh, was invited to the Oscars. It's fucking awesome. You know that? Like, did he make yeah. the popcorn for like the celebrities? Is that what he was? Doing? He's just there. He's there as a guest. He's gonna just, do it, I just, think. But have yeah. you seen the video, Hunter? I don't think I have, no. Oh, it's like, the best part is, it's like this dude, I think it's in Texas, because I'm pretty sure it's like Corpus Christi, Texas. He, uh, he's just like, it's just this dude holding the phone like this, and he's like, I just saw the craziest thing at Avatar or whatever, and he goes in, and it's slow-mo with the Titanic music, <laughs> it's this bigger guy making popcorn, he's like spinning it, he's like flipping it around, and he's like doing, you know, he's just like, but dude, it is the slow-mo a- Titanic music, it's nuts. He's a popcorn. He's a popcorn bartender. That that's how we'll put it. It's a generational talent. Generational sure. talent. For sure. So soon, we'll, in in Dipson theaters, you'll have famous video popcorn guy and super chef Bobby Filet. Yep. No, it's Turbo Chef Bobby Filet. Tur- Turbo Chef Bobby Filet. Yes, and Hunter. I mean, obviously, popcorn. Oscar. Yeah, popcorn is the number one. Um, undisputed. I think we we can all agree on that. However, I will say. Popcorn, no butter, because, and hear me out, even though we use the real butter and it's layered, I really like that salty taste with the large soda. I think that combination, when there's too much butter, there's too much liquid. I agree. And like there is there is an amount of butter where it's too little, and there is an amount where it's too much. So if you hit that sweet spot, you're golden. But otherwise, mm. I mean, no pop or no butter on the popcorn. Large soda, get a free refill. Mm. Good, good mix. Mm. No, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm gonna do popcorn, but with my large popcorn, I'm gonna dump a pack of M and M's in there. Mm. Um, just like you were saying with the snow caps. Um, but M M&M and M guy, and I love, I love when the M and M's are buttery and like half melted, not, not like fully melted, just half melted. And when you get one, you earned it, right? Because you just had, it's like trail mix, you know. You want the one with M&M's, but you have to earn it. Sometimes you have to suck it up. You got to put the raisins down the throat because when you do get the M&M's, it tastes that much better. So that's how I feel about digging in there with the popcorn. Large soda out of the straw. So I kind of do one of these. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I kind of make my body really contort so I don't have to lift it <laughs> to get out of the straw. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a great experience. I'm fucking reclined, movies blasting, popcorn, melt, little melted M&Ms. Can't you really ask for much more. Mm. Is oh, yeah. that ice good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, couldn't resist. We, the jar's just been empty. And there's <laughs> there's about a three-second thing, probably 30 seconds ago, where I'm picking up this cup to spit my ice out into it so I didn't have to chomp. And then I remember that it was see-through. And I just decided nobody should have to see that. Yeah, I liked it. Now, Jordan was talking. You kind of got a little closer. And you just take one bite. And you just notice the mic registers it. And I think you look at my corner. I look at your corner. <laughs> Both a little smile, and then you just kind of back it up and slowly start sucking on that thing. Yeah, there there have been murmurs that I'm addicted to ice. Just murmurs. I thought you quit. I'm surprised that wasn't your number one pick. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) I see. The the game is in the name, baby. The game is in the name. Yeah, not a... a, I think I'd rather go soda uh, than icy, but, you know. That's fine. You could have your own fucking opinions. Yeah, I have my own list, asshole. Okay, like for what? Um, yeah, that does it for top three movie theater snacks, uh, movie theater experts, all three of us. Um, yeah, I think all three solid lists. All three ended up with popcorn at one. Me and Jordan at least had variations with her popcorn. Hunter just had popcorn. Um, so didn't really bring much to the table there. But That's another stab. You're just stabbing me. <laughs> A2 Brute. A2 Brute. Um, all right. I think that just about wraps it up. Um, unless Hunter, Diane Sawyer, 60 minute style has any more hard hitting questions. I was curious about this. So drive in theaters, I assume you don't pay by car, you pay by person. Are people right. smuggling? Are we doing <laughs> what's the smuggle situation? Are, and does the Segway police are people w- smuggling? What's the deal yeah. with border patrol? Like, is the Segway police going to get in the car and open up the blanket in the trunk and see who's under there? Are driving uh, yeah. workers allowed to open carry? Uh, not yet, but <laughs> okay. we're working on it. We're, we got Congress. We got the congressman in place. It's going up the hill. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, there I, a handful of times. You know, just this summer. You know, I see oh two tickets and then somebody pops up from the trunk underneath a blanket and it's like i so i go over there and i say hey you know you have to go buy a ticket and they say i have my ticket and i say you need to leave or you need to go buy a ticket and they usually just buy a ticket yeah um the thing and you know what it's not so much that they're sneaking in because kids are kids and you know we all did dumb things you know in high school whatever um but it's more about the fact that Drive-in theaters are dying all across the country. I mean, there's mm-hmm. just under 300. I think it's Damn. sort of passing 290 because the Middleport Drive-in, you know, down the street closed down this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're a dying breed. And if you're not supporting your local business, I mean, you're trying to kind of squeeze by on that. It's it's kind of, it's, it's harmful to the industry. It's harmful to us, you know, and... That's really the only reason that we enforce it. And even so much as ticket sales don't even help us, it goes mostly back to the studios. But whatever we can get helps keep us, you know, right. You heard that. You heard that, fans and and listeners. If you're sneaking people into the movie theaters now, the day that drive-in employees are allowed to open conceal, you you will be on the the tabloids. I will shoot you in the head. 
you will you will, you will, you will allegedly die. i'm just kidding allegedly allegedly for legal purposes i won't do that <laughs> i wasn't thinking guns i was thinking um tasers we get, this, we get cattle prods no, cattle prods i was thinking a nightstick i was thinking a nightstick <laughs> Just a few smacks. And it's hey, like bitch, after right, it's like a nine year old right to the kneecap. Like, you pay him? I'm just thinking after two hits, they pull out cash and they say keep the change. You know what I mean? <laughs> you slide like that sucker right back down. in your belt and you go back on your way. <laughs> that's that's badass. Hell yeah, man. I'm also thinking, Hunter, tell me some of the local Buffalo news stations. We'll let him know we got some insider secrets from Transit Drive-In, and we'll get ourselves all over the local news. Yeah, that's we're gonna. A lot of people are getting framed down the line, so we we will start, you know, blackmailing. I don't want to use that term, but we will start. Um, what was I gonna say? My last little piece here is on the perfect day, you will catch all four Clements working the concession stand on the perfect day. And for anybody that ever hears this, if you're able to get an autograph from all four Clements in the same day, I will send you $30 and pay for your movie experience. So that's a promo. That's a promo. That's what we call a promo. So just getting that out there. Is that like the stars aligning sort of thing? Like it only happens twice a year and it's only from like 730 to eight and they just all line up. And then we got turbo chef back there and all four Clements. Super Chef Bobby Filet, and then all four Clements are rocking the cast register. And if you can get all four of their autographs in one night, I'll send you $30 and pay for your movie experience. Six cash registers now. That's fucking intense. And a new butter That machine. is an upgrade. That is in, <laughs> and a new butter machine. Hell yeah. That's Yeehaw. Exciting. <laughs> that is exciting. Uh, all right, Hunter. Good deal. I think that just about wraps up this interview. Um, our first 60-minute style interview. Our first guest. Um, who has actual insight and is a friend of the program. Um, so thank you very much for coming in. Um, don't forget to support your local Buffalonian businesses. Um, go to Dips and Feeders, go to Transit Drive-In, and uh, it's real butter, all right? What else can you ask for? So thank you, Jordan, select for coming locations. on. Select locations. Oh, only select locations. My apologies. <laughs> thank you guys yeah. for having me. I really appreciate it. And just remember, guys, Ben Stiller liked your tweet. Yes, he fucking did. Yes, he did. You have a call ben sign. You, you want us to give you a call sign? You want any name? I think you I'm deserve good. a call. Ben You're good? Stiller. All yeah. right. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Jordan. Yes, industry thank you, Jordan. specialist. Thanks again, Ben. Industry specialist. Um, and yeah. All right. Back to the program. All right, our guest was top-notch, top-tier, fantastic. And just like last time, I don't know what happened. In Actually, last time I do know what happened in the interview. This time I don't know what happened in the interview. Um, I hope it was good. I, I promised it was good. And I bet I talk about Loganberry Soda. Um, so I hope we're all excited. I hope it was good. And we can now move on. I wish you didn't admit that because that's something we could have tweeted out after the episode dropped. It's a little Easter egg, but... I mean, man, is that kid handsome and well-spoken or what? I mean, yeah, wow. I was thinking the same thing. He really slicks his hair back real nice. 50 um, slick back black hair wigs. Thank yeah. you, Jordan, for coming on, for real. You're you're a real one of the pod now. Absolutely. And I, I think we've been struggling with these fake announcements, like where we act like we know what happened. I think it's part of the bit. It's the fourth wall. We're breaking it. Um like previously on from Rick and Morty. Have you seen previous? Have you seen the new Rick and Morty's yet? I, I haven't gotten into the new season. That's on me. 
it seems like you haven't get you don't get into anything anymore except for Coco K. Perfect day, Coco K. Um, I actually watched a ton of movies over the holidays, which is nice. And I just recently started White Lotus, two episodes in. I, I do have to ask you. We're going to cover that on our show. We will be we will be yeah. uh, recapping White Lotus in one of these future episodes. But do you love that music? Have you paid attention oh. to it? It's like oh yeah, bow bow bow. You know, it's eh. yeah. It's like hard yeah. to do with your mouth. That's what makes it a little frustrating because I want to sing yeah, it, like, but I can't. Ooh. It's like bow wow. Yeah. Those are the noises. Those are the noises. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. that's it. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's moving <awesome>. on. <laughs> yeah. Next, um, yeah, we will be doing White Lotus. We will be doing Avatar: The Way of Water, um, and we will also be the doing menu. The menu. One of these on days, HBO, uh, which is my favorite of those three. Here we are. We will now be doing Knives Out: The Glass Onion, uh, directed I don't know what's going on. Directed by Ryan Johnson, starring the sequel to Knives Out, starring Benoit Blanc, who is um, Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. And then we got Edward Norton, Catherine Hahn, Kate Hudson, Madeline Klein, and Dave motherfucking Batista. Uh, yep. who's, the, who's the best WWE actor? Dave Batista, um, John Cena, um, Dwayne the, the Rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Who's the best? Austri- that's a close one. I, I actually like that you asked me that. I feel like John Cena in Peacemaker was his best acting. It actually seemed like he was a full-blown actor and in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Obviously, The Rock's done a lot more, so I think you have to go with The Rock. But Bautista's coming on. He's he's been in, he's, he's slated to be in some more serious roles. He's done a lot of films over the last couple of yeah. years. So I would say Dwayne, then probably Bautista, then Cena. But you might be able to flip uh, Cena and Batista. I don't know. Yeah, I saw that Batista wants to get into more serious roles. He's done with Guardians after, which he's been great as Drax. He's like hilarious in that movie, but he's he's a good yeah. actor, you can tell. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, so and Janelle Monet as well. So it's just like the first movie, kind of with that loaded ensemble cast. It's the classic murder mystery. Um, and this movie came straight to Netflix. Hunter saw it in theaters like a month before, which is pretty cool. Um yeah, uh, let's get into a little bit spoiler-free thoughts, um, basic thoughts about the movie for you. Yeah, I I liked it, right? And I don't think this is spoiler-free, but I, I've talked to some people, I won't name them, it's Blink Kinkoff, I won't name them, who shed some light on it, which, which I've considered but never really thought of, and he was like, as far as a murder mystery goes, it didn't blow my mind, right? That, right. And... Thinking of that, I agree. It it did not blow my mind, right? As as far as actually putting it together. But what I will say, I'll say two things. One, it's extremely entertaining, right? Even though maybe I knew halfway through who did it, who didn't do it, I was still kind of on the edge of my seat, you know? That's and true. and I think that leads into the second part, which will lead into a third part. The acting was great. I mean, I, I think the first knives out and the second knives out is very great I cast. feel like I'm I'm yes, a great cast. I feel like I'm with the characters. And the third part is, and the thing I love the most about it is a lot of times Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile, it's kind of the same thing over again, right? Just in a different location and a different killer. And when I went to see Knives Out, my biggest fear was that it was going to feel and play out like the first one did, right? Uh, that's kind of what I get scared of, of like the whodunit films. Is it going to, is the second one definitely going to be a lot worse than the first one? And I, I would say no. I, I think the surprise factor was really cool. I mean, 
it was a completely, obviously a completely new plot and they cut it differently. The flashbacks were different. The twist was 1000% different. And I think that's just hard to do. So I, I commend Ryan Johnson. I commend Netflix. I, I, I enjoyed the film. I thought it was very entertaining and I would totally recommend anybody to watch it. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. I, 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 I'm going to say some bad things about it. I did not hate it. I just didn't love it. Um, I'm glad I got to watch for a movie that came directly to Netflix for free. You should watch it. But like, I think some people need to get off their high horse a little bit about this movie. And yes. Maybe, maybe, maybe slow down a little bit. Cause it's good. It's, it's not life changing. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's an, it's an entertaining film. It's an entertaining film with good actors yeah. and you have to, you appreciate it for what it's for. If you're sitting here arguing that, it's better than M night Shyamalan's the, the freaking sixth sense or some of these other seven, like with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman, you're outside of your fucking mind because yeah. it's not right. It's so, not, but it's entertaining. Yeah. I guess I really, and it's funny. I, it, it was pretty funny. I guess I really haven't seen many whodunit movies like this um, besides the first knives out. So I don't really have much to compare it off, which I was really thinking about. Like one of the reasons I like it is just how the movie is done right these eccentric characters these clue like characters who are like fully over characterized overdressed overdone about like who they are um and then you're trying to like figure it out and, and, and that's fun but i guess i don't really have anything else to really compare it off so that's what makes it uh, mm. kind of good i guess um, yeah sure but in terms of the story I think a whodunit movie, the third act needs to be the best part, right? Yes. You kind of want like the breadcrumb trail. Maybe you're trying to figure it out. Maybe there's a twist that changes your whole theory. And the end's like, ah, oh, that was awesome. I thought the third act was the worst part of the movie. The whole ending, um, incredibly underwhelming. Um, and I feel like with a the whodunit bit. movie... That needs to be the hard hitter. So that's my biggest gripe with the movie is the ending, not the exact ending. The whole third act, I thought just fell flat. Um, and that's kind of what you want. Like it ended and I was like, huh, kind of left that really shitty sour taste in my mouth. But overall, I thought it was good. Just definitely not great. I will say, which I'm mad about, is I 1000 million percent called the ending and who the killer was and how he did it probably about 35 or 40 minutes into the movie, just picked up on some subtle things that yeah. maybe aren't that subtle, but of course with those movies, I'm going to look extra hard because I, I want to do that. Right. That's the and, fun. and that is the fun. And I told Rachel and she's like, you're crazy. And it happened. She's like, wow. And I was like, yeah, like kind of makes me upset that that's how it played out. Right. There was another twist in there that was like, Oh, that was cool. I would have never figured that, but maybe it wasn't practical or whatnot. So yeah, that that's probably my gripe with it too. Right? I, I want to. I, I really want to be surprised for the third. Act. I don't even know if the word's predictable, but I felt like we were all kind of on the same page. How it's going to end, or not? How it's going to end, but like who the killer was. Yeah, it kind of felt a little too obvious. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe we didn't did. know how it happened. We didn't know like the leading up, but it, it just kind of felt a little obvious. So um, we'll do scores here, and then we'll get into spoilers. Yeah, that sounds good. You want to go first, wine man? Yeah, I'll go first. So, like I said, um, I love the characters. I love the ensemble cast. I love the way it's like basically like Clue, these like extreme characters, um, the obvious politician and all that sort of things. I do think um, some of the like t 
tones and motifs you want to call whatever you want to call them like uh, motifs the, the message ryan johnson was trying to get a, a, a out i thought it was like way too in your face too obvious um and didn't really make you think he was like just kind of like telling you what his message was which got old uh the third act fell flat for a whodunit movie which was like a huge disappointment overall i was entertained i liked the twist um in the middle i enjoyed that um I thought it was a solid movie. I'm going to give it an 81. Okay. I like that. That's good. And that makes me feel less bad about my rating. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Danny the Wine Man, for your uh, insight into this film, Knives Out by Ryan Johnson. That's Onion. Um, yeah, you know, uh, not to reiterate what I said, but it's if, if you're looking for a cutthroat, freaking truthful, end of your seat, your heart's pumping, whodunit, this is not the movie for you. But with that being said, it is really entertaining. Um, you know, I, I still enjoyed it, right? I, I didn't look away and maybe I'm a little biased because I saw it in theaters, but I was excited for this movie. I, I love Daniel Craig in this role just for him being in such serious roles in the past. And yeah, you know, I, I got what I wanted out of it. I did. I wasn't blown away. I wasn't shocked, but I wasn't disappointed. And for those reasons, I gave it an 84. And also with that being said, I like Dan said earlier too, I do think you should see it. It's on Netflix. It's free. Yeah, it's free. Um, it's, or, well, it's the second one in, what, three or four movies? Or How many Knives Out are they doing? I know they're starting the third, so yeah. It's the second one in that series. Great acting. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we can get into spoilers. Like, I think the series of Knives Out is going to be awesome, and I really like how it's set up. I just, that, like, really helps the score. But, like, the movie itself, I I didn't think was that good. But it Correct. being Knives Out and how that movie is set up and Benoit Blanc and the whodunit made it good. But like, I don't know. I, I, I thought a little bit of it was just like, and I also kind of thought some of the characters were just non-memorable, honestly. Yeah. Agreed. A little forgettable. A little forgettable. Like you, when you compare the characters from the first Knives Out to the second Knives Out, I think you definitely lose a little more of that depth, right? Yeah. Um, you, you know, are we in spoilers now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in the, in the first movie, obviously they're all family members, but they've all done something wrong to like harm Thromby, right? Harlan Thromby, right? Like they're either stealing from him or trying to like take over his company, and you don't find that out until I don't know what ha- a little three quarters into the movie, halfway through the movie, where you're like, you were stealing, and he's like, you were trying to run the publishing company, and you were cheating on his daughter. Yeah. And then in Knives Out 2, right off the bat, first off, it's like, oh, you're really going to listen to him again? Like, we already said no to this. And he's like, and you're like, clearly the theme of the story is that they're kind of all afraid to say no to him because he gives them so much money and he also has dirt on them, right? right. And with that being said as well, the characters are kind of less mem- memorable because you don't get that kind of breadcrumb backstory for them. Oh, it's his son. Oh, it's his son that runs his publishing company. Oh, it's his son that runs his publishing company that wants to just take it all over because he thinks his dad is senile, right? I mean, you you just, it elevates. You yeah, didn't get the layers. I, I also thought through the whole time, I knew, I felt like I knew none of them killed her or were going to kill. The fact that Miles Braun never even dies at the end, I was kind of waiting for him to die. That's how they set up the whole movie, right? You think he's going to be the one who dies. You think he's going to be the one who dies. And you find out halfway through that Janelle Monet, Andy is actually the dead one. I, I didn't think any of them did it. I thought it was pretty obvious that it was none of them besides Miles. Like, yeah, it, there was no, it really felt like there was no reason. So then it's like, right. 
what's this like, whodunit situ? What is the whodunit then? Yes, I I agree. Right, they they all have the same motive, which is different from previous movies or the previous movie because it's like, why would one of them have done it over the other one? They're all being fucked, right? So yeah. it's like if you were to pick one of them from this point, it's like, why though? Like you could just spin a wheel and say, all right, clearly he like they all had a motive, and and I I agree with that. Yeah, so it just kind of hurts all the characters, which is the fun part of the whodunit. You're guessing. You're getting clues the whole time. So that I thought it fell flat. I did like the halfway twist, um, find out Andy was her sister. Mm-hmm. I thought that, that was cool. cool. I, like, I like the way we revisited events that had already happened from a new perspective. I enjoyed that. I thought that was interesting. But That's original. Yeah, that was. original. And I, I believe Ryan Johnson will do good with the next Knives Out. Um and I think he's good for this. It just it just felt it didn't feel really like who done it to me. Like I wanted that like I wanted that who done it story. I'd be curious to find out if COVID impacted the actual storytelling of it at all. Cause obviously they're wearing the masks and there's kind yeah. of little little satire jabs at the whole pandemic. I'm curious if I don't know how long it's been shooting for, but I'm just I, I would like to know if it actually impacted his writing just the, over the last couple of years, if he had a different story. I don't know. I, you know, I don't think the COVID had too much to do with the story in reality because they're on the Island. You know, maybe he thought of it during COVID, like let's go to this rich billionaire Island because COVID wouldn't affect them there. Right. Um, but I did see that Ethan Hawke, you know, he, Ethan Hawke's when he sprays them in the mouth yeah. with that stuff. Yeah. Um, he was filming Moon Knight in Hungary and they were in Greece and he flew over for the day to film. That's that. fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's that's uh, called being connected in the acting world. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, so I mean, getting more into the movie, I thought Benoit Blanc, I think he's great. Daniel Craig, phenomenal Blanc's character. Lead. I'm excited phenomenal to character. see him keep coming back. Um, I kind of want to talk about like the themes of like Edward Norton, Miles Braun, like being this rich billionaire, um, and how like everyone's calling him Elon Musk and like all that stuff. Right, and it's just like. I don't think it, it's obviously not about Elon Musk, but like it bugged me a little bit with like Ryan Johnson. I just thought he was like pushing the theme so much in your face. Like it's yeah. obvious she's a corrupted politician. It's an right. obvious he's like an asshole billionaire and does all this shit. It's just like, I don't know. I, I felt like pff, he was just pushing his ideas and his beliefs. Like you could see it. You didn't have to think about it. And that doesn't feel like art. Like when you're just yeah. telling it, when you're shoving it in my face. Not right, no, that that was a miscue, right? Because, like I said earlier, onion layers. You you could have given us some time and slowly divulged that he's a really stupid asshole billionaire, right? Like, right. you could have slowly told the story about all these characters instead of just kind of dropping it on us and having us know, basically, right? Yeah, I guess the idea of a glass onion is it's like based off a Beatles song. It's the appearance that there's a bunch of layers to this person then you look through him and it's like this rich tech billionaire is actually just a dumb asshole which you learned about uh oh that's cool that's i didn't i didn't read into that that's pretty awesome so that's the idea of the glass onion um it's like these people uh what do they call themselves not groundbreakers disruptors the disruptors yeah they're they're, you peel back the layers they're just kind of like rich assholes or entitled assholes Um, i just i just watched this interview with daniel craig this morning i believe and just him talking about the Knives Out series and Benoit Blanc. And he was just like, it's been one of my favorite characters to play. My whole career, all I've done is played 
for the most part, very, very serious characters and very, yeah. very serious roles. And now I can just completely have fun with it and try new things and make people laugh. And it's been really cool for me. And I thought that was cool. I, I really did. I mean, when he did the first one, I'm like, holy shit, he did James Bond last year. And right. now he's doing Knives Out. Just just a trip. Just a trip. Hats off to Mr. Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc is the reason Knives Out, I think, is Knives Out. And it's gonna he's yes. going to carry the series yes. as we go on. Without him, I don't think it does what it is. I don't think it is what it is without him. I think Benoit Blanc really carries the story. I think he's good. I think he's funny. I think he's charismatic. And I enjoy it. Because it also adds some sort of like, let's not take this so seriously, right? Yeah. That's also what I like about Knives Out. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It's a little fun. It's Agreed. Agreed. You're not supposed and, and to really believe it, right? It's like it's supposed to be the clue. It's ridiculous. It's flamboyant, that sort of thing. Which which I think people have to take in effect too. You know, like I said, if you want to watch it for a true who done it, you're stupid. It's a comedy. It's a yeah. it's a mystery comedy. You know, it, it's like clue. It's like Scooby Doo. Obviously a little bit more well done than Scooby Doo, but that's kind of the vibe they're going for. It's not a rated R crazy film. No, like the type of person who would hate Knives Out and we'll say it's like the world's dumbest movie is that type of person who like watches any movie and is like, that's not possible. Uh, trucks actually can't go above 80 miles per hour. How is he actually on the roof of this building right now? Right. He can't fly. You know, that sort of person. Right. Uh, they're yeah. going to hate this movie because the ma- Janelle Monet, Andy gets shot and a book stops it. That's, yeah. that doesn't happen. Right. Doesn't if you're that person who goes, that's not possible. You're gonna fucking hate this movie, and also fuck you. You're the worst type of. Yeah, person that's what I was just gonna like. say. Reevaluate your goddamn life. Yeah, like they're watching Cat in the Hat, and they're like, uh, they're riding the Quan, right? And you're like, the Quan. That's you not think, possible. You can't ride. You can't ride a. You can't ride a big woman. You can't. Yeah. So you you would fall off. I I love the Quan. <laughs> Keep your hands and feet inside of the Quan at all times. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, so like that sort, that type of person would hate this movie. You kind of this movie doesn't take itself so seriously, and that's what makes it good. It's fun. It's supposed to be a fun ride, and it is. Um, yeah, so there's some positives, there's some negatives to it, just like a lot of movies. But just felt like there were a few of the cons, especially that that third act, just just felt a little deflating. Like rubbed you the uh, wrong way. At least Miles Brown, I would have liked to see him die or something. I don't think he needed to die, but like something, it just the glass onion exploded. Would have liked a little vengeance. Yeah, like I, I will say though, I do, I did like how Ryan John, the glass onion exploded, but it exploded because of that gas that he'd been testing. Correct. That's so cool. basically, it means that if there were to be another thirty minutes of the movie, that he would probably be thrown in jail and all of his money would be taken away. So I mean, no, that was kind of a cool true. way to say fuck you to him. It was like your shit not only blew up your massive palace, but is going to get you in jail for a long. Yeah, you're missing the big one that I saw in a YouTube video. Like, his thing burned the Mona Lisa. Right. Hey, his thing burned the Mona Lisa. So, like, yes. he'll never be able to live it out again. So, I do get that. Like, they've ruined his life. Um, I, I don't know. I just felt like we always knew he was the killer sort of thing. It just – the whole, like, who is the killer? Who did this thing? Just didn't really come through for me. That's That was the big gripe. But that, other than that, I enjoyed it. I thought all the – It doesn't help that he was – Edward Norton, though. I feel like Edward Norton's always a little evil in all of his movies. He did a good job. I liked him. Yeah, yeah. No, he did a great job. It's just, like you said, looking at that cast, I can't see Catherine Hahn as the one that shot this girl. You know right. what I mean? Like, I can't. I think it's obviously Edward Norton. Yeah, he, he's, he's a good villain. Um, Typecast. 
Yes, yeah, so I'm excited to see what happens with the third one. Um, yes. So let me. I thought I just saw when they were filming. They filmed in the summer of 2021. So um, I don't know if he wrote this during COVID and what happened with that. Also, this is a little thing with me. I don't like when TV shows or movies bring up COVID. Neither do I. It Neither feels do I. so forced. 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 All, it's crazy. It, does, it never blends in. Ever. That it just because here's the thing: movies, movies and television, like they take place in our world, but they don't. Right. Right. Like, right. That's the whole. Any point. movie you you ever see, it's like it's not actually our earth, our universe in 2022, it's kind of something else made up where you're not rooting for the New York Knicks. It's the New York Thunderbirds, right? Like the sports teams are different. They don't reference real people or real events. And every movie that does it, they're like, what TV show is I watching? No, I'm thinking of one too. Cause it was like, we needed, what, how do you think we kept the shop open during COVID? Right. Oh my God. We're we're thinking of the same thing. We're thinking of the same thing. I was like, and they're like, that's just dumb. This is fucking stupid. Oh my God. Yes. But I heard that. I'm like, Dude, I don't care. Like, you're not going to get brownie points in your TV show for just mentioning COVID. Like, it just feels wrong. It it makes it too believable. Not too believable. It makes it a little too more connected than I would like, and it feels forced as fuck. And it, I don't it, like that. It also feels like it's lazy writing, right? Like, let's just yes. think of the ultimate excuse. Um, fuck, what was that show? You're looking um, it up? Yeah, I wish I did Mike here, though. Yeah, Mike the intern. Um, yeah, so, like, no, that's a huge problem with me, like, when you see someone with the mask in the show or they bring it up in a stupid way, like how do you think we stayed open during COVID? Oh, was that the bear? Was nah. it? Cause he was selling Coke in the back. No, I'm like, no, it, they did no. mention it in the bear. No, they did, but they, it wasn't this. This is not the one I hated with from the bear. Oh, fuck. I don't remember. It was, de- I feel like it was definitely a Netflix show though. What if we both been watching? It doesn't really matter, I guess. Was it but... HBO? Yeah, it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll report back. We'll do some research. Yeah, it's just dumb. It's just stupid. It feels lazy to me, and it always like takes me. It's always it's something I talked about before. When like you never want to be taken out of the movie, right? You never want to realize that you're watching a movie. The mask or COVID, a mention of it's an instant, immediate. Now you're sitting there. All right, I'm. You've lost me. I. You, yeah, it you just checked me out, out of the experience. You checked me out. And now I have to now you have to re get me back in again. Agreed. It, it's stupid. It also like it didn't add anything to the knives out, like the glass onion. No. It was just like a funny bit where they get sprayed and Catherine Hahn's always fixing hers and Kate Hudson doesn't. She's wear got the one, mask, mask, yeah. One, and Duke's not wearing one, obviously. So it's like I get it. It helps characterize the characters a little bit, but it didn't unnecessary. Add to you could have figured out it's lazy. Um so yeah, I definitely got beef with that. Uh, other than that cool. with the movie I don't really have much more to say I mean it's on Netflix you should just watch it well we already did spoilers you already seen it but um, <laughs> yeah it's got some pros but it definitely has some cons and I think most of the pros come from the idea of Knives Out and a lot of the cons just kind of came from how the story was like really presented yep don't think that we hated the movie because we didn't we clearly no. gave it an 80 it's just the the things that came up the most that we wanted to talk about were just a little more negative, just stuff that has stuck out, stuck out and rubbed us the wrong way a little bit. But we enjoyed the film. It's on Netflix. Why not? Yeah. Why not? You know, and it has like all the small details and Easter eggs, I guess you could say, if you want to rewatch or watch a YouTube video, they're there. And you can like pick up on the clues that way. Yeah. Um, but I also, th- I don't think this movie is that rewatchable. It would take some time. 
It would. I don't it's know if I really want to rewatch it anytime soon. Not now. Not now. Not now, Kevin. Um. Yeah. So that's a Knives Out. Uh, what's it called? Knives Out Mystery: The Glass Onion or Glass Onion: yeah. A Knives Out Mystery. Uh, gl- glass Onion: Knives Out Mystery. Yeah. Um. Ryan Johnson didn't want Knives Out to be in it, but he lost that battle. So. Sure. Um. Yeah. Eighty-one for me. Eighty-four for Hunter. Yep. Um. Good movie on Netflix. Yeah. That's our review. Yep, that's already um, knives out. Glass onion, a mystery. Yeah, so let's move on to what are you watching? Um, it's gonna be a long episode. The fans are gonna really get it here. It's fifty. Yeah. Well, God knows. Yeah, we've been doing <laughs> about hour twenty. We've been doing about an hour twenty. Yeah, but this one's probably gonna clip like an hour forty. Yeah, thirty minutes with Jordan, Mister Clement. All right, um, let me know some of the things you watched. It's been a while, so hit me with it. has been a while. Um, I'll try to go fast here. Obviously, some of your Christmas movies, The Grinch, Fred Claus, The Polar Express, all that kind of jazz. Sure. Um, Watch White Lotus season one and two. Loved it. Didn't expect it. Didn't want to watch it because people were talking about it on Twitter. Watched it. Happy I did. Um, I started this new show on Netflix called Love, starring the dude from I Love You, Beth Cooper, and the girl from Community. It's like a rom-com show. Spina made me watch it. It was pretty good for like the first nine episodes, and now every episode just feels like the same, and it's I fell off. I don't watch it anymore. Uh-huh. Um, couple movies sprinkled in here and there. I just watched Tenet. Um, I just watched this movie on Netflix, Closer, Jude Law, Natalie Portman, Julia Roberts, Clive Owen. That was a fucking weird, trippy, yet interesting movie. It's a prostitute, a dermatologist, a photographer, and a... Rach, what was the other one? Prostitute, dermatologist, a photographer, and and a writer, and a journalist. Um, And it was just kind of like how they've all... How their lives have interwoven, and it's like this love square. It's... I don't know. Interesting movie. Um, yeah, but really nothing, nothing super crazy. I finished his dark materials, finished Rick and Morty. Um, what? Oh, what my your face? about to die. I was like, fuck, I forgot it wasn't charging. It's fine. 10%. Oh my God. All right. Um, yeah, right there's here. a couple other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, there's a couple others in there that I can't think right now off the top of my head, but I'll make sure we get that on the, on the clip of Twitter or YouTube or something. All right, thanks, man. Yeah. Um, what about you? All right. Yeah. For me, I. Just started White Lotus, but I hadn't finished a TV show in a while. Um, so I will be watching White Lotus. Um, in terms of movies, I watched Guillermo del Toro's. Oh, Pinocchio. how was that? Awesome, man. It's a great movie. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, awesome. um, all right. I'm adding that to my list right now. Oh, no. You should for sure watch it. It's actually, it, it, it caught me by a huge surprise. I was fully sucked into it. I okay, really, cool. I really liked it. Um, and, um, What's his name's the cricket? Obi Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor's the cricket. So it's always nice to hear his voice. All right, because um, he narrates it all. So I saw that. Yes. I watched Burn After. So that's on Netflix. Watch Burn After. Burn Reading. After Reading with Brad Pitt. I look at it all the time and I never click on it. It's on HBO Max. That movie is a wild ride. If you follow me on Letterbox, you would have seen I reviewed it um, and wrote about it. Um, that's a popcorn in your hand. <laughs> enjoy the shit out of that movie. And when it ends, you just look at who you're watching with like, what the fuck? They say, what the fuck? And you go, at the same time, you both go, I think I really like that movie. Yeah, all right. It's not thought-provoking. It's just, you eat the popcorn, you go, I think I really like that movie. After saying what the fuck twice. 
Um, So Pinocchio, Burn After Reading. On the plane recently, I watched Marcel, The Shell with Shoes On. Um, I really like that movie. I did fall asleep with like the last 10 minutes and can't finish. That's it. okay. You can't, you're can't. on a plane. You can't be pardoned for that. Um, yeah, I was exhausted. So I watched that. Um, and then the other movie I saw, I saw Avatar The Way of Water. We're going to review mm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, Knives Out. Huh. And then I saw The Menu on HBO Max. Yes, yeah, Chef. I saw The Menu as well. Yes, Chef. Th- this, this dish is called The Mess. Yeah, that's, yes. that one's the best. Um, so I guess I saw those five movies and those were the, oh, and I watched a show on Disney plus called limitless with Chris Hemsworth. Mm, Um, Yes. It's just each episode. He learns about a new way to extend his life or live a better life. So he learns about stress and strength and fasting and cold and hot plunges. Homosexuality. It's actually pretty good. I, I was Really surprised by and really enjoyed that. So if you ever enjoyed I like that, to hear that Nat Geo yeah. shit, Chris Hemsworth was incredibly charismatic. So those were my watches of the week. Um, my watch of the week, my stream of the week for sure is the menu. Uh, Me too. Awesome movie. That, Ralph I Fiennes, was all in for that. Ralph Fiennes is that boy. Anna Taylor Joy is definitely my biggest celebrity crush right now. She's number Respect. one. Respect for for me. It was during Queen's Gambit, but. I think uh, I moved on. I like her more with the blonde hair, not the red hair. Okay, I like her more with the red hair. Um, yeah, so definitely fantastic movie. Can't recommend it anymore. Um, cool. Wrapping up here, I got a quote. I looked up quote about billionaires, um, and this is a quote from Mr. Henry Ford. He says, if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. Henry Ford. Wow. I mean, that just shows you the kind of man he is. He thinks outside of the box. Uh, he's a nasty little racist, but I mean, God, he gave us the car. He gave was us he? the car. So pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Weren't sure they that. all right? I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure the Fords were racist for some time now. That's I my guess. But who knows? Though? I don't want to slander his name because I don't want them to cut their sponsorship with us in Cheddar Squares. Um, thank you all. And gray sweatpants. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in again. Jordan, thank you for hopping on. I can't thank our guests and lovely fans enough for getting on. Uh, add to our Patreon, even though Dan said we're not taking any more wire transfers. I am, so you know, I'll still give you the same routing information. No refunds, no restarts. Your money will go to a good cause. I swear this to you by the old gods and the new. Um, take care, everyone, and, and we'll talk to you next week. And as always, you can't eat your pudding unless you eat your meat. Thank you. Deuces.